Tonight on the podcast, we're talking some geek news, including PlayStation and Ezra Miller, as well as the new Morbius movie and the Halo Episode 2. Hit that video, Max. It's Friday night in Phoenix, Arizona. You're watching the best damn podcast in the entire universe, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Lance. I'm Max. And uh, we are missing our compadre, Matt, who is having some technical difficulties. So we said, fuck it, and we're starting the show without him. (laughs) Well, I thought he was at the doctor for erectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah, that too. His ED has gotten way out of control. (laughs) Um. But yeah, we're we uh, we're starting the show. He'll be here shortly as soon as he gets his. Uh, how hurtful that I say Matt's not here and our viewership dropped. <laughs> I know I'm like seeing four people actively commenting, but then it shows zero viewers right now. What the devil? There he is. Nope, there he's not. Nope, there he was, and now he's gone. Sorry, guys. The tease. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut next time until he actually comes on the show uh yeah man so um how was your week oh it's been it's been good man i yeah i had a good week and uh if you follow me on the the facebooks and the instagrams you'll know i'm starting my new job on uh on monday so on I was monday up, congratulations yeah, again monday through thursday i was tying up tons of loose ends on my my current well not not any more current job but my old job and uh so today i took the day off and hung out with my kid which was good because we didn't have a babysitter for him today, and it turns out he's sick. So somebody would have had to stay home with him anyway. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, runny nose or fever or what? Um, uh, Fever and vomiting. He is. Oh, I've he's been, sick, sick. I've been thrown up on about four or five times today. That sucks. Yeah, I was telling Lance before the show that I was on my third shirt today. This is not my fourth because the shirt I was wearing earlier was like this really bright red shirt that I didn't care if I got throw up on it. And I'm like, no, nah, I want to wear a nerd shirt today, even though you guys can't see it. But Star Wars. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm sending Ish the uh, the link. He wants to cosplay as Max, or as Matt. Sorry. Okay, but Ish, if you cosplay as Matt, you need to make sure all the lights are off behind you, and the yeah, camera actually, the camera has to be uh, let's see here pointing how up. Yeah, uh, has to be like this. <laughs> Yeah, this is how you cosplay as Matt. Let me turn all my lights off, though. Okay, I can cosplay as Matt. All right, I got it. <laughs> oh, What's up, funny. guys? Absolutely <laughs> podcast tonight. <laughs> um, let's see. Ish, 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 ish. Oh, man. Ish, you yeah, have the link, week? my friend. My my week was good, dude. Except for the fact I I went to Best Buy today. I took four of my kids by myself, the two little girls and my and my boys, to Best Buy. That was a fucking nightmare, dude. Sounds like it would be. I bought my oldest son his first phone. Uh, keep track of him. He thinks it's a birthday present. Me, it's a tracking chip. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, he got an iPhone 12. He's got a better so iPhone a nice, than me. It's a nice phone for a for a nine year old. Um, Ish is here. Ish, what's up, buddy? Always hey, what's to the going rescue, on, guys? Man. 
can always count on you, you buddy. <laughs> yeah, you, buddy. Matt's Matt's like, why'd you guys start? <laughs> oh, did he mess? Did he message you? He, he Facebooked me. I'm like, well, people were saying where the hell we were. <laughs> He'll be here. He'll be here. Um, but uh, yeah, man, did you did you check out Morbius ish? I did not. Um, I got to be honest. I'm not sure if I will. That's okay. We'll we'll get further into it. Um, I liked it more than than even Sam did. Ooh. But it's, but it's still not. Okay. You're not so missing Sam- anything. I read, so Sam, I read his review on Facebook this morning. Did he just eviscerate I it? Felt, I was no, like, he- oh, I finally read a positive review of this movie. He is, he's got to be the number one fan of this movie at 2.5 out of five stars. What's going on, Matt? What's up? He's mad at me. Matt is. I am mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have started the show. I had a whole thing planned for april fools and i told you not to start the show but you just don't listen dude it's, it's now eight don't o'clock listen. hey hey we listen. we took we listen, took a, we took a vote in, no, we no, no, took no. a vote if you two rolled in before seven twenty-eight, we wouldn't have this problem this is your fault this isn't my fault this is your fault i got all my in-laws sitting in i'm the, not gonna uh, give you any excuses i'm just late hey hey yeah. hey, hey your fault I got all my in-laws. Your fault. I was I was uh, lucky enough to at least catch some of the basketball game. I guess not lucky because my team lost. But uh, it's all good, dude. Our team clinched number one in the league already. Yeah, with like six games left. At this point, we're just wanting them to win one more game so they break their record for most wins in a season. Here's what I'll say, Ish. A little teaser. I liked Morbius better than both Venom movies. I hated the Venom movies. Okay. YouTube. I, I, that's man. not really saying much, but <laughs> exactly. I can't wait to get into that because if, if you guys actually really like that movie, I'm I don't. Sorry. I ne- no, no, no. That's not what I said. <laughs> what I said is there are definitely worse movies than this one. I don't. Mm. We'll get into it. We will. It'll be fun. Oh yeah, you, you know, chug that shit. Drink. Still floats to the top, brother. Chug that drink. <laughs> my sugar, my pink sugar drink. Looks Literally disgusting. tastes like syrup. Well, I I walked in and I into the gas station. I'm like, I'm thirsty and I don't want water. So that was like the only thing that's like liquefied within. Liquefied sugar. Exactly. I want to test my uh, what is it? Glucose levels. <laughs> Your gluten levels. My diabetes, yeah, dude. Um, it's not. It wasn't the worst thing I ever saw. I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into. Yeah, it. we'll get into it. How's just everyone? Teasing ish. Ish. How's how's the shop this week? Ish. How's it going out there? Shop was good. We had a crazy day today. Um, some guys came in and just took some big keys off our hands. We sold an ASM one twenty nine, uh, Captain oh, America so one seventeen. Uh, really? the Iron Fist first appearance of Sabretooth. Like these guys went nuts. So it was, it was that was a good day. But and it's always kind of bittersweet because big... we're sad oh, what... that we don't have an ASM 129 now. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, oh, we got to get one back. That's you know, and it gets harder and harder every time. Was it was it your Facebook post that I saw that you bought a ton of stuff? We did. We're... Yeah, we you did. had the so, trunk uh, filled up. Couple, yeah, several weeks ago we bought over a hundred slabs. And then since then, uh, Bill bought uh, 45 boxes and then another like 30 the other day. So it's just an insane amount of comics. 
and all good ones too you were saying in your post yeah the second the yeah the that post was all good the second match we got not so good but it's a mixed bag but yeah that's those 45 boxes were some really good stuff so that's good yeah if you go into our back room it's like uh there's so many boxes stacked up you kind of have to like walk between them now so it's gonna they have a lot of work cut out for us to go through them all and price don't say that too loud or the fire marshal's gonna stop by (laughs) gonna shut you guys down (laughs) it's just gotta unsafe he's just gonna (laughs) grease the palm and and the fire marshal look the other way just slip him a couple (laughs) comics yeah it's just also and if i may six turtles one get here (laughs) (laughs) if i may announce a week from tomorrow Saturday, April 9th is Old Man Con 4. Also known as Scottsdale Comic Con, also known as Scottsdale Original Art and Comic Book Show. You said this weekend? No, a like, week from tomorrow. So next time. Also known tomorrow. as the Wallet Eviscerator. I had to miss that last year. I forget why. But we were planning on going and I forget what happened. Something happened. I wasn't able to go. This will be the fourth time we've hosted it now. Last one was yeah, in so November, right? It was in November, yep. Was that like, what it was? It, it was it around it might have been around my anniversary, that's why I couldn't go. Okay. Yeah. But there's gonna be vendors from all over, Harley Yee's, Rare Comics, uh Graham Crackers Comics. Um It's a big Oops boys Comic Con. If you're looking to throw around some money, that's where you wanna go. Gonna go buy yeah. some keys. We need to fill runs from your silver age or bronze age collection or just looking for some weird golden age stuff that nobody's ever heard of. This is definitely the place to go. That's awesome. We Old went to one. Matt, did you go with us to that? That one in Tucson that we had a lot of fun at? No. Um, who did I? Oh, it was Corbin. Corbin <laughs> no. went crazy. I, don't, I try not to go to Tucson. Well, I agree. Hey, Tucson can be fun. No. Build a wall around Tucson. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I got. Yeah, I lived in Tucson for with, almost a decade. <laughs> I got in this huge argument with my dad. My dad's like, "Oh no, uh, U of A's in the in the in the you know the finals or whatever. We need to root for U of A." And I said, "I I can't. I will never root for U of A." And he goes, "Why? It's Arizona." I go, "No, it's not." <laughs> I'm, I'm with your I'm with your dad it's on this Tucson. One. No, oh. no. You're either a Sun Devil fan or a U of A fan. You cannot root for both. No you matter can. what. Yeah, you can't. You can. No, you can't. You cannot. You, can. you cannot. You cannot. If you say that to a true Sun Devils fan that you're going to root for U of A, they'll kick you in the nuts. You sell a Wildcats fan that, you're, that, that if you say you're a Wildcats fan and you're going to root for the Sun Devils, they will kick you in the nuts. It uh, is. You're, you're too easy. It man. is a top. No, I was reading. I, I was <laughs> no, he's reading right. A, I was reading a report a year ago that the U of A ASU uh, rivalry is top five in the country. Out of all sports, it's actually, I believe, the oldest in the nation, the Territorial Cup, when they play. Well, it's a big deal, like rivalry cup. In in I agree with you, Lance. I just knew I could get a rise out of you very easily. (laughs) It's like no, Michigan, Michigan State. You can't be a fan of both. It's one or the other. It's nuts, dude. I don't know if you've ever been to like a duel in the desert and seen how. So I've been to one in Tucson, and I've been to two in in Tempe, and to see the amount of hatred spewing from both sides the one in tucson was a lot of fun what what they do is all the asu people get together and they literally march down their their uh what do you call it the the main the mall campus mall 
Yeah, you march down holding these banners and stuff and just chanting, ASU, ASU, and you get shit thrown at you. Like, it is, there is so much vitriol in that in that moment, dude. It is crazy. I have a picture. They handed every, every ASU fan these, like, yellow shirts. I have a picture of, of the side that we were sitting on, and it's a sea of red and then one big yellow dot right in the middle, dude. It is so crazy how like how contrasting it is it's nuts but dude i've never seen so much hatred in my life is it crunk leftover says it's definitely crunk leftover (laughs) it is so crunk with a little bit of torque thrown in there and a whole lot of yeet that's what it is is this this zoomer language going on over here the last duel (laughs) in the desert i went to was between hamilton and aaron burr and Aaron Burr was a murderer. That's all I'm gonna say. Did you go see Hamilton? Is that what you're referring to, or Fuck were you no. alive in the in the beginning of our man. country? Time travel, bro. Time travel. <laughs> I was there. I lived it. He time traveled. Like, I'm, I'm trying Disney to figure out where his joke is. <laughs> mm. You're here. My joke's up here, where the air is crisp. <laughs> Well, I feel bad that I ruined your April Fool's joke, Matt. You did. You fucking th- you ruined it. You put it down. Hey, don't you yell at drove me. Drove over it. Backed up. We took went, a vote. Drove forward again. We took a up. vote. It was two to zero because you weren't here. So we took a vote. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember voting up, on anything. When, when our show starts at seven thirty, and you show up at. 728 yelling at your wife i call you that find your hat i call that that's, early no that's that's <laughs> called i've been sitting here since seven o'clock waiting to go putting finishing touches on and you roll up and just decide oh, i'm gonna start the show because i'm lance i do whatever i want hey we moved it to 745 we passed that mark people start getting angry Ish says, I'll come on. <laughs> chef's you know kiss funny? your mom. Like, chef's kiss. Hamilton is garbage. I totally agree with you. No, it is. That is the most um, overrated. It's awful. It's it's and I love musicals. Sh- and historically garbage too. Hamilton too. is an asshole. It's not e- yeah, it's not even it's not even to glorify correct. Hamilton is just crazy. What made me late too is the dumbest shit. Like my mic wouldn't work. I could hear everything else, but oh, nothing was coming out of my microphone. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm throwing shit around. I'm unplugging shit, replugging it in. It fucking my power went out today because some idiot hit a, a power box. Of course. So my power went out, and somehow my computer decided. Yeah, it was Will Smith. Somehow my computer decides that when the power goes out, it's just gonna mute my microphone internally. So I had to like dig through the systems and find my mic and unmute it. It just driving me nuts. I hate technology sometimes. But I Matt, are you gonna tell us what the prank what the prank would have been, or is this? Oh no! Now it's, it now it's just year? ruined. Yeah. Well, at least let us know what you were gonna do. Oh, I was gonna say that this is our last show, and we're all leaving to go join MCM tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're, we're all gonna go over and join the amazing channel. You mean uh, pre like you could have still made that post- announcement at the end of the show. I know. Yeah. You, you could have pocketed it for a little later. That's all right. Are you, where's, are you talking where's about our post... sensor button for the live? Join MCM post flip side or? Yeah, where, yeah. where they are the now. Post. Right now. Right meow. 
No, we're all switching over to the uh, sealed VHS uh, spec show. Hell yeah, man. That's I got my at. Space Jam on VHS ready to go, ready to be can shipped you believe, out. Can you believe, like, that's an actual thing. Yeah, people, it's, it's the craziest thing. I went into a record store. Uh, this was over by uh, Drawn to Comics. There's, like, a record toy store there. They had a whole room filled with tape cassettes. Like, like audio tape cassettes, not VHS tapes. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, these are all the rage. And I was like, that is the worst way to listen to music. At least digitally it sounds good. And on records you get the pop and the and the warmth and the tone. Audio cassettes sound like shit. Why would anybody <laughs> prefer that way to listen to music? You might as well just go out in your back backyard and just smack two rocks together because that's about the same amount of, of audio you know, pleasure you're going to get. Well, that's how I, I feel I about a lot it. of things. People that like that want to watch an old movie on their VHS tape instead of like in the 4K disc version that they have now. I'm just like, why wouldn't I watch it in the better version? Now, like the only time I can agree with it, the only time I can understand more is like if the 4K version or the Blu-ray version or whatever, like they did a new color grading on it or they changed something or like, I understand star Wars fans that really want to watch the original theatrical release. Like I get that. That's different. But if it's literally the same, but it just looks better, why wouldn't you want to watch the one that looks better? Yeah. Sticks. I agree. Analog is, is King, right? Except when you're talking about audio cassettes, if you want to go listen to analog, Listen to a vinyl like a real man. Yeah, so Don't exactly audio right. cassettes are garbage, absolute shit. And they get broken easily. Like records get scratched easily, but nothing sounds anywhere near the warmth and tone you get from a record or a vinyl. Well, and with cassettes and VHS tapes, there's deterioration. Same technology. They're lossy. Yeah. The data actually drops off eventually. So imagine you spend all this money on a collectible Disney sealed VHS and one day you're like, fuck it, I'm going to crack it open. You pop it in, and it's there's nothing on there. Yeah, I completely agree. Is it, is it demagnetized? Like, that's what a crazy thing to collect. Completely agree. Listen, there's nothing. That being cool said, I have stacks of VHS tapes in my walk in closet, but I do too. Just because <laughs> there's nothing as cool <laughs> as being able to take the just for my, my childhood, my youth, and I've got some like cool James Bond collectible ones you can't find anywhere. But no, who's going to buy them for me? Nothing beats sticking your pencil in your cassette to to rewind it faster. Oh man, I remember those days. I remember Dude, those. Uh, in high school, there there used to be. I think it was every Tuesday night they had this show on on. Uh, I can't remember the. It was the Edge. I don't remember the call numbers uh, now, but uh, it was called Scott Punk. It was two hours every Tuesday or Wednesday night or something like that. And me and my buddy. Oh, would dude, sit I there. loved that show. Me I and my buddy would that. sit there with our tape player, and press record at the start of the song Dude. stop recording and then we would listen to that tape for the rest of the week and then the next scott punk would come on and we would override it and record all the new songs and listen to that for a week and we did this for like two years craven moorhead on the edge was scott I, punk you, show. I wasn't he quite was as on... intense as you but i did something similar i would come on and record it vhs or on the on the cassette and mm -hmm. listen back to it but i had multiple... I believe craven moorhead's on kupd now yeah he's doing, doing the same uh, show go go punk yourself or yeah it's the same it's essentially the same show yeah yeah but right. now now that music is all available on like apple music or spotify or stuff so the same the same you know or before you couldn't get it yeah before you couldn't get it like you got it from the radio there was no napster yet there was no limewire 
or anything, so you couldn't even rip half this stuff. And when Napster did finally come out, it was all the popular shit. So like all the underground shit that that Scott Punk was coming out with, like you could not find it anywhere unless you went to like a record store in like Chicago. Like that's the only place you could find it. So it's a beautiful Dick Castle. Kids yeah, that's days, the Little Mermaid. I have that. I have that uh, that VHS in my garage with the with the Dick Castle on it. I think that's where I think, think what I was like told to is that one's worth money. You would see a movie in the 1950s and you went and saw it in the theater and it was like, oh, this is the greatest movie I ever saw. You'd never see that movie again. Why? To your point being that today we can access songs, movies, everything. Back in the day, yeah. shit was like one and done. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it, it used to be like a like a video cassette player. Those those came out in like, what, the 60s, the 70s or something like that? Like when when they were well, it really went commercial but it was like only the upper 80s, but yeah with blockbuster right like that's around the time that it really started getting big and only the upper echelon of people like like rich people had these things oh it's the same way with like color tv yeah. that's how you knew your family was wealthy if you yeah. owned a color tv mm -hmm. well yeah. it's funny I mean, I... when my mom brought home a, a betamax player once it was like psh, the biggest day of my life you got a fucking <laughs> listen betamax we all know that the player. best way to consume media is laser disc right Laser disc is the best way to consume media. There's no other way to do it. Well, Except well when you my have to wife flipped the disc during the movie. <laughs> that's hey, the extended that's the edition. Big to the first world if problem. You watch, the Star Wars, you watch the Star Wars trilogy on laser disc. You have to flip discs twelve times. <laughs> hey, first world problems here, right? That's all I'm gonna say. You're, you're consuming media the the best way it should be. Well, it's just funny how these things work, you know, like my wife's been rewatching Friends lately and I, you know, I was, I was walking in the room and it was, uh, there's a scene where um, John Favreau is actually in the show and he's a super rich guy and they walk into his apartment and he's got all these video conferencing devices and he, he has a, a system he can speak to to turn on the lights and, you know, turn the TV on and things like that. And I'm like, that's like, like lower middle class can all afford that now. Yeah. It's just this guy, this guy right yeah. here. Yeah, I've got right I've got here. I've got I a device it at in a my thrift room. store. I got this yeah. at a thrift store for thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just funny how like what used to be a millionaire's luxury is now an every man's. Do you remember you know, in that episode cool. where like the 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 wall opens up and like his mother's calling from a video phone? And it's like this huge huge TV and it looks straight from Austin Powers, dude. Like the wall opens up and there's like a computer station and the mom calls in with a video conferencing phone and. It was like this huge futuristic thing. Yeah. Now we got, you know, this shit. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, well, you can do we stupid shit like this. Alexa, turn my lights blue. Oh. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nice. And I paid $20 for this stupid little uh, this little dot. Alexa, turn my lights purple. Ooh. I disabled my lamp. Because every time I try to turn uh, you, on... Do you have, like, Bluetooth oh, lamps man. or something? How does that work? I love yeah. lamp. I love lamp. Yeah. <laughs> See, I disabled this guy from the Alexa because every time I walked in my office, I said, turn on the lights. It would start flashing at me. So now I got to do it from my phone. Yeah, they're like... We, got, we have an Alexa in the shop, and, and just out of nowhere, she'll just, like, bust into, like, customer conversations and stuff. It's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like your mom said, Skynet. Thank goodness, thank goodness I'm I'm wearing headphones right now because that should be going crazy. I said it too much. 
like sometimes you watch a commercial and, and one of those commercials come on and this thing starts reacting to the commercial and dude if 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 I was if if somebody was smart at Amazon, they'd have those commercials, it would activate this thing and make it do something to interact with the commercial. That would be cool. Yeah. They already have that. The NFL tries to get you with it all the time. Where it's like, Hey Alexa or Hey Siri, what are some of these sports scores? And then your shit goes off and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> no, but like but like something like like it says that on the TV and then they use digital remarketing and then from the TV you watch in that commercial, now now Alexa would hear it. Damn it. Shut up. Yeah, Alexa just starts ordering <laughs> shit for you. Yeah. Okay, so you watch a commercial and all of a sudden Alexa's like, I just ordered you a Ford F one fifty. Or you log into your Amazon and you see like a you see like a something in your in your in your checkout already. Like you don't even have to search for it. Like like because the commercial came on, it's like here's John Deere tractors and next thing you see is a John Deere t shirt on your on your freaking well, cart that's on just, Amazon. That's just how the like, internet works. Like without you know dredging up things like uh kyle was on the show last week you guys talked about manscaped and he was talking about it and googling it and then i saw him like either posting or he mentioned something about how girl now i'm getting ads for manscaped all over my feed that's how the internet works that's man. digital that's remarketing like, yeah, that is just, what i'm going to school to learn yeah if i literally anything right now if i go like type in about a big product if i start scrolling on facebook or youtube or whatever there the ads are that's just, just like how if you call works. your friend a dildo and alexa's like the penetrator has yeah, been so added to your, gro- to your shopping cart all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, when the uh, when the Xbox One came out, there was the the, the uh, voice assistant with the Connect, and that, it was kind of earlier technology that actually the ended up Cartana. being a good idea. Yeah, but um, it would basically people would like do videos where they would say Xbox on, Xbox off, and like it would turn people's Xboxes off in the middle of their like play session. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I wish they All had right. some of this shit when I was a kid, man. I would have played so many pranks on my brother. You know, he was yeah. addicted to Xbox. Just walking in the room, Xbox off. Well, and like the people that, you know, that, that's that's how you get back at the guy who's always playing with like their connect as their mic and the, their sounds coming through the speakers and you can hear every freaking bullet coming out of the shooter and, you know, they're annoying. That's how you get back at them. All right. Well, if you, you can hear everything, Xbox off and then boom, it goes through their TV speakers and turns their Xbox off. <laughs> but then you screw yourself over because they're on your team. And, yeah. You know. But it's funny still. All right, I think Matt was about to actually get us into the show. I think we were going to talk about you know slapping people in the face or something. Yeah, there's, some, there's been some big story about this. Get into uh, geek news. Our lead-off story tonight, geek news, is the slap heard around the world. The slap. With Will Smith walking on stage at the Oscars and literally bitch slapping Chris Rock. And I, I, can we rename it cuck slap? <laughs> yes, I think it is. I think cuck slap I think, is probably. Let's just call it the cuck slap from now on. Let's 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 yeah. let's mind that right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, your mom's your mom in the background. <laughs> it, it's true though, because you know you're all right with sitting there and having your son's friends bang the shit out of your wife, but you're not okay with someone making a GI Jane joke. All right, what? yeah, she's got alopecia. That's too bad. That sucks. But. You know, literally. You know what? I'm sorry. Three of the four of us right here 
do we get insulted for our bald heads? I'm wearing a hat, but I'm self-conscious about it, but I I don't get insulted. No, I'm not going to go up and slap somebody. Well, yeah, I feel like alopecia, it's like her health is not in danger. It's not like a light. She's fucking And she still has a full head of hair. She still has hair. Like big fucking deal. Yeah, men have been dealing with it forever. I know for women, all right, it sucks to be bald because their hair is a big thing. But it's still, people are like, it's a medical condition. It's not a medical condition. It's like almost a cosmetic thing. So women, and it's socially acceptable for women. I see it all the time. Is especially black women to wear wigs. I see it all the time. Tiffany Haddish wears, wears wigs all the time. She wears wigs often Ish. too. Yeah, you better you, hope Will doesn't hear this podcast, man. You are. <laughs> I walk in. Her. I walk in wearing a wig. I'm. I, you guys w- would not let ever let me live live it down ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the arrogance to think that that Chris Rock even knew. That she yeah. like you think you are the center of everybody's universe that you just it's assume not like he made that fun Chris of Rock or something. Like that. Yeah, I it's mean... not like he said, "Hey, uh, you know, she's got alopecia." When's that GI Jane audition? Like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not what happened. So to think that Chris Rock even knew, so so the audacity to not just assume positive intent and then get win best actor and give that that hypocritical speech. At the end, about how I'm he's gonna a, be the vessel for love. He's the vessel for love, but you're not assuming positive intent, and you get some mad over something. It's not like he went up there and called her a bitch or anything like that. So you it got sounds upset. Like, I was about to ask you guys. I wanted to know your level of conspiracy theorist. Yeah, was it real? Was it staged? It's totally real. I agree. I but, I don't know, dude. As someone who's been a wrestling fan for. 20 plus years i can tell a a fake wrestling slap when i see one well did you hear today and yeah he, I know, he resigned but... he resigned from the thing and they're talking about taking his oscar away yeah but dude if you watch it back chris rock like he braces for it he leans into it i saw footage where it was slowed well, down what would you... his head is moving to the side before will smith even actually makes contact Who's with him on now I think it was. I think it was totally real because Chris Rock has he he spoke on it briefly at his comedy show a few days later, and and uh, I th- I think it was totally real. If you see someone walking up to you after you just cracked a joke about their wife on live national television, he walking up to you, he probably looked pissed. He laughs. I would about brace it, myself. Though. Yeah, he laughs about the joke first, and then his wife's like. Mm-mm. Yeah, the timing of that, like literally, it's like seconds later, he goes from laughing to whatever it was. Oh shit, I got to do this now. Yeah, hmm. it's not even like he sat there and stewed and was like, "Fuck that." It was literally from laughing to now, nah, I got to slap you. Very weird. By the way, I saw King King Richard. Great movie. Great movie. He did a great job. Uh, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom. Tick 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 Boom was light years beyond that performance i think there's a conspiracy Dude, against andrew garfield <laughs> no i'm a, i'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the oscars that i think that it's it's kind of just like your time to win no matter what movie you do it's your time to win like Often leonardo case, yeah leonardo dicaprio was passed over for way better roles than what he won his oscar for which which one did he win for the Revenant, it, yeah, it was Revenant, wasn't? Yeah, great was movie, great, great movie. Yeah. But I could name five other movies but that he was even better in. The only thing that's in. memorable about that movie is that he gets raped by a bear. 
yeah that's one of my favorite movies actually or scorsese scorsese didn't win for many many years too right yeah and so will smith's been nominated he had a way he's had way better movies than this that he should have won for and he never did and then he it was just like it's his time so scorsese scorsese won for his first win oh wow because yeah like um what's the one with his what would you have given will smith an oscar for before this pursuit of happiness that's the one i was trying to say or uh, seven pounds. That one was really good too. Uh, that one, no, I don't know about that one. Because it was a good it. movie, but I don't know if he would. If to be fair, we have to go back and look at one. you know who was what was the field yeah what else that year too. Yeah, well, and they, he tried to get it with that movie. Uh, I think he was nominated for it with concussion, and that movie was made to win Oscars. And you know that's yeah. where a lot of this started. Was he wasn't nominated for concussion? Jada Pinkett Smith said they're boycotting the Oscars specifically for that reason because he wasn't nominated, which oh kicked off the whole Oscars so wide hashtag Talk about campaign. entitlement. And then that's the year Chris Rock hosted, and he he made some jokes about them back then. And he joked about who cares about Jada Smith? She's just a TV person. Why is she even weighing in on movie stuff? And then he made the crack that, um, yeah, it's crazy Will Smith wasn't nominated for concussion. It's also crazy that he made $20 million for Wild Wild West. And apparently, when he said that comment, <laughs> I guess like the rumor was that when that went off and they were watching it at home, Jada fucking went off and like threw shit at the TV. And so this, this might be something that's been simmering between them. Specifically over the Oscars yeah. for quite a while. I think Leonardo DiCaprio should have rushed uh, Ricky, Ricky Gervais when he talked about how his date was too old for him. You know? <laughs> well, they made that joke. Ricky also Gervais made way, way, way meaner more... jokes. Yes. He insulted everybody in the room. Yeah, he basically <laughs> called, so all, of, he he called, basically called bunch all of, like... of pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, called, he called everyone in Hollywood pedos. And then, and then um, someone asked him what he would have done this year, and he like did a like a Twitter post about it. It's hilarious. Dude. Ricky Gervais is so funny, dude. And he he hosted the Oscars three times, so he Golden got three opportunities. Is it Golden Globes? Okay, well I'm getting no, but he's done the Oscars, hasn't he? No, he's never done the Oscars. Never done the Oscars. I don't. I can't. I get wow. them mixed up because I don't care, but. I just Ricky Gervais is so funny, but he got but to do it three year, times. One of the hosts this year made a crack that Leonardo DiCaprio is so into the environment and stuff because he wants like a clean planet for his future girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Amy Schumer, she said way worse things than Chris Rock did. Like she literally, she Kirsten Dunst, she blows past Kirsten Dunst, calls her like a seat filler, shoves yep. her off screen to talk to Jesse Plemons. And Jesse's like, dude, that, and he looked pissed. Jesse did. He's like, dude, you, that's my wife. Like, she totally, like, oh, she's so gross, dude. Amy Schumer. Just was the, was not in appearance, just like her personality. She was one of she the hosts. They had three hosts. Several times. Uh, uh, Wanda Sykes was fine. And um, Reg- uh, what's her name? The other Regina one. Regina King. She played her shtick. The entire thing was she's like thirsty for sex with Hollywood dudes, <laughs> specifically Bradley Cooper. Like she but just she that was, was her whole thing. Like I'm gonna be a slut tonight. And she was still better than Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer got up. I can't stand her. They did a roast of Charlie Sheen. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. And she came up, and Steve-O was there, and it was a couple weeks after Ryan Dunn died. And she said at this roast, you know. It sucks. I'm sorry about Ryan Dunn, but it should have been you to Steve-O. 
in on on television and steve-o looked pissed mike tyson goes fuck you amy like he was in the the group of of people making jokes or whatever fuck you like it she's been like this forever just insulting people i don't understand why she's famous this i think this is fake because it did exactly what they wanted to do nobody was watching the oscars before this Nobody cared. This it's still, the, it's still, it's still the second lowest rated Oscars in yeah, history. But this happens and it blows up social media to the point where oh, like they muted it here, but the Japanese live telecast didn't get muted. So it like put a lot of, inf- you know, social media exploded. And I think what happened is, is I think it got out of hand and they couldn't save face and, and come out quick enough saying, Oh, it was staged before Hollywood it was all weighing in like people were weighing in at the end of the night Jim Carrey talked to like took shots at the whole Hollywood Jim Carrey it. seemed Jim Carrey seemed uh genuine in that I whole agree. that whole uh he was yeah who no was he no talking I'm just to? saying Drew like, Barrymore or something like that he's, he's talking taking, to but he talked about like the entitlement of Hollywood and how yeah, he, he it's all it changed and, yeah and that they applauded so, it now it's like to the point where like they didn't remove will smith they didn't arrest him like you assaulted somebody on stage and lapd is like oh well you know we're aware of it but we're looking into it but chris well, rock they didn't arrest because chris charges. rock didn't press charges yeah but they're saying that it, it, it didn't come out until like wednesday that the academy said oh well we tried to get will smith to leave but he said he wasn't going to leave but the you chris rock not they pressing charges the, came out within hours they didn't even tell Will Smith to leave. They told his publicist, and the publicist was just like, no, and then that was it. They, so they didn't even have the balls to actually go up to him and be like, you got to go. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. All I, I knew still about think the Andrew Oscars, Garfield should have won. All I knew about the Oscars this year was this, and then that Dune won like four of the awards. Six. 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 Dune, was, Dune was the massive winner of the night. Yeah, like the yeah. next movie that won anything more was like two Oscars. Two movies won what? two Oscars. So Dune won. Dune won it was Coda. Coda won four, I think. No, Coda I, won I want to see Coda. I've been wanting to watch. Was it best Coda only was won... definitely purchased? That was you bought so? by Apple TV. Absolutely, it's the first streaming movie ever to win, and it's on the it's on the one platform. Have you seen it? Spirit for subscribers. I have, have not. Seen it? It's probably a very good film. I'm not. It is. Probably it a very is good a, film. It is a spectacular film. But that came out of nowhere. And I feel like it, that was a purchased win. But I don't know. Uh, Dune, Dune, but Dune, yeah, Dune won all like best as best far looking, as special best sounding, effect. best this, you know. The, I don't think design, the best, best cinematography, best. I, yeah, I don't think Dune should have won best picture, but it was it was a very good movie, and I'm glad that it, well, won. it didn't win best, best in every category. No, how do you not win? How are you not the best picture if you're the best? <laughs> this, 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 and this. That's a good. Point. You're the best. Same thing um, like giving best director to a movie that didn't win any other award just shows that it was they just you know it won that best, wasn't even a vote that was decided it won best special effects right yes and I don't think it should have because most of the movie like it it, it beat out Spider Man you don't, you don't think yeah, Spider Man and Shang Chi no dude Dune had the amazing no. special it only actors. had it only had the armor it had the sandworms and which and looked the real no i don't think it should the it and the, looked... the, the spaceships like dude that movie yeah over spider-man incredible over spider-man yes no 
I, I love Spider-Man. I saw Spider-Man like five times in oh, theaters. Oh, it, but it Dune, doesn't deserve... Dune is an excellent movie. Dune is an excellent movie. But only 30% of that movie is special effects. The entire Spider-Man movie is special effects. Yeah, and a lot of them. I don't think Dune deserved anything. That movie was boring as shit. I loved that movie. It I don't was know. the most beautiful and then, boring movie and then, you've ever seen. Can I, can I just say, can <laughs> I just say right movie. here online, the Marvel versus DC thing needs like all these fanboys that go out and actively downvote marvel movies or marvel fanboys that downvote dc movies explain to me how army of the dead wins fan that's the, the dumbest year. those yeah, all those lists were so weird that the flash from justice league was the most it was dc building. fanboys oh my god they rallied against spider-man what was the fl- what did the flash win Justice most, League one most cheered most... moment. Yes, most yeah, cheerworthy uh, no, moment. No, none of those even no. qualified. I'm sorry. I love Zack Snyder's Justice League, but no, there's no moment in Zack Snyder's Justice League that is as cheerworthy as Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire appearing on screen. Like, no, there's just not. There's not. I agree with Sam. Dune is boring. I respectfully disagree what's our next topic we're 40 minutes in on on the first topic <laughs> boring boring, boring. did we talk about how he did we talk about how he resigned from the motion picture film yeah but Academy? what does that really mean like honestly, he just can't means he can't be nominated again or vote right no he, he can can't be nominated be he can vote and he can't go to these exclusive parties which so it means jack shit it means nothing yeah he did that. The big thing is not getting kicked out of the uh, union, SAG-AFTRA. That's like that's the career ruining thing. So I think by quitting the academy, so at least he's not expelled, so he doesn't get on a list. He's like, but they're t- they're meeting the April fifteenth. They're making meeting April fifteenth to still decide if he's going to be expelled from the academy. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter anymore if he resigned. It's a moot point. No, but they but if you resign, you can you can come back. That's true. They expel you. You can't come back, and That's then a true. whole bunch of other things happen. And he would have. He, they'll take his Oscar. That's why I was wondering, like, if they expel him and they take his Oscar, does that mean he'll never? They're not going to take his again? Oscar. They're not going to. Yeah, because then you, you have to. Get, then you have to like give it to someone else. Then. Th- then they would have to go take every single one from Harvey Weinstein, and there'd be like so much fucking blowback if they took his his Oscar. That's not going to happen. It, I don't they think should it take was deserved. It and then he should sell it before they can take it and just make loads of money. <laughs> that it's not going to happen. He his Oscar is not going anywhere. He can he can save face and resign from the Academy and it not being jack shit. And again, like I said, there's no re, there's no if if any one of us were in a comedy club and a com- a comedian made a joke about your wife and you walked up on stage and smacked the shit out of him, you're going to jail. Yep. Yeah. And it's happened Regardless. before. There's plenty so, on YouTube. Well, of there's course. plenty of stand-up comedians getting assaulted on stage. Yeah. You're going to jail. And that's but because you're in the you're in a, a group of power and society and money that that shit doesn't Or is it because the comedian would press charges and in this case he's not? Well, do you He I mean, still should have been escorted out regardless of Do you of think he Rock went backstage and was like not pressing charges right off the bat? Like it was announced like two or three hours after the show. Yeah, after the show, but they're they're trying. They didn't try to pull him out. They didn't. Uh, he should they have been shouldn't have let him have a speech. Like honestly, if I was Chris Rock, that's what I'm saying. If I was, if that thing's real and I'm Chris Rock, when he's up there giving his spa- his his speech, 
I'm walking out there and I'm smacking him right back in the fucking mouth. <laughs> you, you, he's got his spotlight. And he he's got bragging a standing about his ovation. Stuff. Yeah, you walk out there and you jack slap him back in his mouth and you walk off. Like at the at the party, um, a, holly, a party later on, Cedric the Entertainer is on the mic and on a mic and he says, you know, if I crack a joke at you and you walk up here and slap me, I'm slapping your ass back. Yeah, but see, but see that shows you that. I think the way Chris Rock handled the situation is probably the most mature thing he could do because you're on national television. You go back up to Will super professional. You go back up to Will Smith. You slap him in the face and you cause a brawl on national television between Will Smith and Chris Rock. It would would be awesome, (laughs) but it's not, it's not the (laughs) WrestleMania at the Oscars. (laughs) It's not the adult thing to do. I think Chris Rock handled himself. (laughs) I think Chris Rock handled himself. Yeah, I think Chris Rock handled himself very professionally. He did. He did. No, he, did. he was yes, kind of dazed and confused for a couple seconds, probably waiting for them to maybe say something to him, like, hey, we're cutting a commercial. And then he realized, nope, got to continue. And he just picked up. And Yeah, well, it shows you that. True I mean, he's a professional yeah. comedian. I mean, he deals with hecklers all the time. And this is this is just an extreme version of a heckler, right? So, I mean, he's kind of trained think... to overcome those things. I think this is a little bit more than an extreme version of a heckler, my man. No, yeah. I, I, I obviously I'm, I'm making light of it, but what I'm saying is that his training to to overcome hecklers, his quick feet, his quick wit, is how he was able to handle this so professionally. It just kind of led He's up to this. To, He's used to it. I'm just saying, like, Ishmael Lou of the joke, like, it's known that his wife cucks him and he allows his wife to to bang other women or other men and this is what you decide to get mad yeah. about what really pisses me off is that um just a few months ago he was on i'm not sure what radio station was on talking about his PTSD from being he was mugged several times in New York Chris Rock he was mugged several times he has he, he has PTSD about this like he he has deep emotional issues from these muggings and that's because everybody hates and... Chris <laughs> but what I'm saying is then you go up and slap this man who has PTSD of getting of getting beaten up like I think that's even more egregious than than just slapping somebody like the emotional issues from this per that that you would have caused this person you know what I'm saying that you don't know that People just need to lead, lead through life assuming positive intent. Like, that's that's what's... I think Sam just hit it right there. Will Smith lashing out is a sign of a man losing his grip on his masculinity. Yeah. He is self-conscious about it, right? Another for, So, from one man losing his grip on masculinity to another, Ezra Miller, <laughs> this guy, Flash this star. Dude, this is the new... This is the new... The karaoke uh, rage. Nick Nolte. It, this is the new Nick Nolte mugshot. This dude, like, yeah, He's you're nuts. gonna see this dude's. I wouldn't be surprised if you see this dude's mugshot on T-shirts at San Diego Comic Con. Dude, Nick Nolte's mugshot was what 25 years ago, and you still see it in in memes and stuff like that. Like, it's still a thing. It's 25 years old. Or Mel Gibson's mugshot. It's gonna go yeah. down in history, man. But Ezra Miller, in case you didn't know, was arrested in Hawaii after a couple has put a restraining order on him for uh, supposedly allegedly threatening to kill them. According to the documentation, Ms. Uh, Miller allegedly burst into the couple's bedroom and was quoted as saying, I'll burn you you and your slut wife. 
and stealing the couple's wallets, um, social what? security cards, passports, driver's license, bank cards, and all their personal belongings. And he was apparently staying with this couple in Hawaii. That is nuts. Um, oh, he knew who a, these people were? It was a brawl at a bar yeah. that, yeah, that too. Like people singing karaoke. That sounds like meth. And he like knocked like the uh, microphone out of their hand. Yeah, that that too. So he's been. So this yeah, is all the same night. Yeah, he's had a hell of a okay. time in Hawaii. <laughs> you know, he went from I think it was like a year ago he was in in the news for threatening and choking a woman out. In yeah, Europe. smacking some chick around. Yeah, saying you want to fight? Come on, you want to fight? And like choking her out. And this dude, man, like I love his his performance in person being a wallflower. And he's I think he's a good actor, but. The dude's losing grip on reality, I think. Yep. Yeah. To be honest, I, I'm shocked that Warner Brothers uh, kept, you know, stayed with him for as the Flash, especially after like right? the, uh, the video of him and you know choking the girl out. I felt like I'm like, oh, this dude's done. There's no way he can continue as a superhero. Uh, Warner Brothers has a history of not firing people that they should fire. Yeah, and then they fire like Johnny Depp. Or... Did they fire Johnny Depp? Yeah, dude, from the Fantastic Beast movies. Yes, oh, he did. For hearsay, that turns out he was the one that was being for the used. Amber Heard. Yeah, stuff. yeah, and yeah. yet she's still an Aquaman. Yep. Although I got to be honest, Mads Mikkelsen, I think is going to be better than Johnny Depp was, so I'm kind of okay with it. But not at the same time because he shouldn't have been fired. Yeah, dude. Um, Ezra Miller is he's uh, he's got he's got problems. He needs some yes, help. Yes, he does. I I, I have he a feeling it's probably a drug issue. Or that drugs are at least involved. I'd love to get Ezra on the show. He he'd probably threaten to kill us all. <laughs> That'd be awesome. While he's in Hotel California by the Eagles. Yeah, well, it's just crazy. Like he's stealing their passports and their money. I'm like, dude, you should be loaded. You don't need to steal from anybody. That's why like, it sounds what? like meth or something. It sounds like some something's going on. Like well, he I'm needs to gonna... host the Oscars next year. <laughs> <laughs> He needs He'd to be the say, referee. He'd probably still be better than Amy between, Schumer. He needs to be the referee of the cage match between Chris Rock <laughs> and Will Smith. Max says, "Get him on the show and have Kyle confronted." <laughs> that'd be that'd be worth watching, definitely. Yeah, this guy has has issues, man. <laughs> Your mom says someone <laughs> should threaten him with a bottle of shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> did That's you good. see him? Did you see that uh, video where he introduces the clips for the Flash? Yes. He looked like a homeless person. I don't know. He's just an eccentric dude, I think. And this is more than a eccentric. No, yes, yes, yes. Violent. It is violent. Like, um, uh, oh, his name was just. I'm in my still head, laughing right? at your mom's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Out of who? <laughs> You know, there's, there's an additional controversy with the, with him over a, a documentary movie he made a couple years ago involving, um, it was a documentary about police, the whole conflict between police and police battalion and all that. And apparently the video kind of sided with policemen who were accused in these like horrible situations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so at that time, I, like that's I don't know how he survived cancel culture because then people started going after it's him because his name totally isn't racist. And taking the side of white cops in this movie he made. His name's not big enough. He's the Flash in the in the DC. He's movies. still he's only, he's still only been the Flash for what a grand total of of. Uh, 50 okay, years. yeah, I'm not saying he's like a huge <laughs> star, but he's still like. 
You know, if you go, who's I mean, that dude? And you're like the Flash. Oh, kind of everyone knows. If now. you notice with cancel culture, the, the, the times that people get can't like James Gunn, for instance, right? James Gunn, all these things got out when he got really big. His his name was people recognized his name. Ezra Miller hasn't reached that point yet. If I go up to my parents and I say, Dad, do you know who Ezra Miller is? Before this whole thing happened, maybe he wouldn't know who the hell I'm talking about, sure. right? But he, he, I mean, he's a, I, I don't want to call him A-list. It's the A-list people that are getting canceled. Like Louis C.K., when he got canceled, was one of the biggest comedians in the world. Right? But well, he was doing this thing for decades. It. Huh? He deserves it. Oh, he I agree. It. I agree. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to uh, delegitimize, like, the accusations or anything. But what I'm saying is the cancel culture goes after the big guys. Right, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Louis mm-hmm. C.K. All these people did horrible, horrible things. But what I'm saying is, the public doesn't cancel them until there's a, a a wave that can be that can be created by canceling this person. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's still, I mean, Johnny Depp got canceled, and it turns out none of that stuff was even true. Yeah, well, Johnny Depp is kind of a wackadoodle. He he is who I would call eccentric. This guy's violent. This is more than eccentric. Johnny Depp is eccentric. Well, Johnny Depp what was at that. At, I think it was at a convention panel where he like demanded the beheading of the president and stuff like. <laughs> Well, Kathy he's, Griffin he's, go, takes pictures of holding uh, exactly, prosthetic yeah, of Trump's head. This is not normal behavior. <laughs> I mean, most most uh, most Hollywood elite are demanding the head of the former president. I don't know what's next. Next up, we got Max is going to cover some PlayStation Plus news. Yes, uh, PlayStation Plus is getting some changes. There's going to be three tiers in a, starting in June for a new PlayStation Plus subscription. Um, basically, they're they're changing to the lowest tier is called PlayStation Plus Essential. It's basically what PlayStation Plus is now. You get you know two games a month for free. You get discounts, cloud saves, online multiplayer access. Sixty bucks a year, ten bucks a month, just like it's always been. So that's pretty boring. Like that's online play too. Like uh-huh. that's like yes. their Xbox Live. Yes, it's like Xbox Live Gold. Same, same idea. Mm-hmm. So that's the lowest tier. If you're already a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you're just going to automatically going to transition into PlayStation Plus Essential. The next two tiers are wh- where it becomes a little more interesting, but it's also like not very specific. So the next tier is called PlayStation Plus Extra. It gives you all the essential tier stuff. And then it adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including some of the uh, like first-party games and third-party games. Um, so that's going to be 15 a month or 100 bucks a year, 99.99 if you want to get technical. And then the last one is called PlayStation Plus Premium. It includes all of that stuff, and then it adds an additional 340 games including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, and then a catalog of classic games for both streaming and download from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP. Uh, And it's also going to offer cloud streaming for PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games, um, as well as some PS5 games, and you can stream all of that on PC. 
Uh, and then finally, it's also going to give you limited game trials, like timed game trials. And that one's either $17.99 a month or $119.99 a year. So the reason I'm saying it's really vague is like, I'm not against them doing like a subscription service, but they don't tell you what's going to be in any of these, like what games they're going to be providing you with. I think they're still going to be behind Xbox Game Pass. 100% they are. Because they're 100%. not even they're not even adding uh, day one uh, releases. Yeah, it's I, I don't they're not even trying to compete with Game Pass. I don't think. Um, well, that yeah. that when the when the news broke a few months ago that they were trying to make a subscription service like Game Pass, like they kept referring to Game Pass that it was supposed to be a competitor to Game Pass. This does not sound like a competitor to Game Pass. It's not. And the, when you say they, that was never PlayStation saying it was going to be a competitor to Game Pass. I have no that idea. Was, that I have no idea. That was just. That was just. Yeah, that was media people. In I have fact, no idea who they spoke from to. from the get go. Jim Ryan, the CEO at Sony or at PlayStation, has been saying for a long time, "I don't, I don't, we don't need to make our games available on a streaming service. I don't know how Microsoft does it. We aren't going to do that. We aren't going to do that." Microsoft does that because they can take a loss on everything they put out. And still make well, and they're they have like twenty six million people subscribing, so I think they're doing okay, you know. Yeah, Um, but the whole the whole reason when they first started it, they're 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 one of yeah they could take a lot. I mean, I think they're they're ten to twenty times bigger than Sony, Microsoft. Yeah, 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 they're huge. Yeah, they're huge. So they were able to take a loss in the beginning. Sony, I don't know. Plus, did yeah. they not learn anything from Xbox and their naming? Why do they just call it PlayStation Essential, PlayStation Extra, and PlayStation Premium? Why the Plus Essential? Plus, get rid of the Plus. You're the branding I guy. I, I mean, I you're not know. wrong. I just think I just think they need to be more specific because there is a world where I might consider getting like the middle tier. Like I might consider getting that, but what games are available? Yeah. And they're not telling me. But to be fair, I don't know if I would still just because. Yeah, yeah. Every time I say that. (laughs) There's another reason I probably wouldn't get it. And that's just the fact that I prefer playing on PC and Xbox. And really, I only play on PlayStation for their exclusives. And I buy all the exclusives. So it's like, since you're not going to be giving me those games day one, I don't know that any of the subscriptions are really going to be that valuable, except for like the original PlayStation Plus, because I like the online play and, and stuff like that. But. And the cloud saves and whatnot, but I don't know. What do you what do you think about this, Matt? I just don't think it's going to compete. I mean, it's if you're not getting the same stuff out of it that you get from Game Pass, it's it's pointless. Like I don't really pay for PlayStation Plus as it is because it doesn't offer me anything that I want. I don't. Well, and there are two free games they give care. you. Kind of suck. Yeah. Right. And yeah i actually have my subscription supposed it's supposed to renew april 13th and i just canceled the auto renew i'm probably still gonna do it because honestly the main reason and i hate that this is even a thing is the cloud saves like that's the biggest thing for me because i didn't pay for playstation plus i had a ps4 and i had all my saves for all these games and then i got my ps4 pro and i didn't realize that none of my saves existed and i had everything wiped and now I had to replay all like any of those games I wanted to play again. Couldn't do New Game Plus. Had to do them all from from scratch. Well, and I don't and that I don't play annoying. my PlayStation Five for anything but um, solo games. Anyways, if I'm gonna do online play, I go into my PC or Xbox. I feel like there's far superior online capabilities. Like I still oh, think yeah. PlayStation is is leaps and bounds behind Xbox when it comes to 
to like online play. Like I like how easy it is to get in parties in Xbox and and do all that stuff. So Xbox has been doing it longer, right? The online yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they started with their first with their first console, I think. Yeah, yeah. The original yeah. Xbox got it. It wasn't as good then, but yeah, it, they did have it. From Sega there. Dreamcast was the OG, though. Yes, it was. They were the first to do online. They had this like networking disc that you had to put in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, well, I, I feel like the original Xbox came out before the. No, Dreamcast came out first. Yeah, Dreamcast came out um, with the GameCube, I think. I was gonna say, I think, and I know for sure they give you a web browser, but yeah, yeah. So here's here's what I'll say about this subscription service. If you game exclusively on PlayStation, I think this is good. I think it's a good option to provide you more things to play. Um, I think that if you're new to gaming in general and you're more interested in story games, this is awesome. Like, get a PS5, get one of these subscription services. You can play all these amazing story-driven games that Sony's released over the last you know 10 years. I think that that could be really good. But if you're a multi-platform gamer, I'm... I'm you already have Game Pass. I don't see what what need this fills. I don't think yeah. it fills any need. But uh, we don't know what games are coming to it. For all I know, there's going to be like the new Assassin's Creed launches day and date on this, or you know things like that. Like I doubt but they've it, already but said they're not doing day and date. Not for their games, but who knows? Maybe they'll do third party games day and date. I don't know. Uh, that probably not. Probably not. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. There's not enough details for me to truly know. All, all I'm saying is my biggest beef is they're charging you to do essentially backwards compatibility with their PS3 and PS2 games, I'm assuming. When Xbox just released a console where you can just take all your discs that you already own and play those games. Like, I, I find it really, um, what's the word? Anti-consumer? Con- yes. When they could have just made their machine backwards compatible. I mean, because Xbox, you buy the disc, and you're not even playing from the disc. You're playing from a cloud server anyways. It's just like the key, right? Yeah. They could have done the same thing and been really consumer-friendly, but they didn't do it, and now they're going to charge you for it. PlayStation, I don't know. I own a PS5. I love it. But Xbox has a better UI. They treat their customers better. Yeah. PlayStation, the, the plus they have is they have way better exclusives. They have more yeah. exclusives that are good. The only the only game system I've played the last like month has been my PlayStation. So, I mean, I love my PS5 too. So, there's definitely a value in it. Obviously, PlayStation is the best selling of all of them. So, uh, and then next is Switch, and I think we have some Switch news. Really, we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two has been delayed, which I'm super. I'm super bummed about it. I was actually super looking forward to this game. I loved the first one. Um, but it's getting pushed early 2023. So along so with that sad. and E3 being canceled, as far as video games go this week, it's been a rough one. Yeah, E3 being canceled sucks. Well, Why was it canceled? Because of COVID? Uh, it's, a, it's like the people who put it on are like sh- shrouded in allegations right now. Oh, <laughs> It's I mean, allegations the link to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, there's a lot of going on surrounding it. Ish, are you telling a joke or is that legit? No, he's <laughs> like a joke. Oh. <laughs> no, we don't blame COVID anymore. We're done with that. Now COVID's over. Yeah, COVID now is we blame over. Everything, everything we blame on Russians now. 
<laughs> it is true how the news like the news cycle did go like that like omicron i haven't heard about a new a new variant ever since yeah the Ukraine I, I was started. reading about one the one hit my facebook page the other day okay all right then I, yeah. it's like omicron like b point yeah two seven five or something like that but they but need to just like... name one putin putin <laughs> variant then we can all be against putin i mean we already all are or should be but man. hopefully <laughs> So it's yeah, it's hard. So, I would I would have a hard time listening to anybody argue pro Putin, like without completely delegitimizing that person's uh, opinion. Yeah, I haven't really heard anybody be pro Putin. I've heard a lot of people that are like still anti Zelensky, but they're not pro Putin. They're just saying yeah. both of these guys suck. Anyway, we're not a political show. Uh, <laughs> video games. Back to that. Yeah, E3 being canceled is kind of lame, but at the same time, it's like. One a positive that came out of the pandemic is that like virtual things are not bad now. Like they're looked at as good and and they can be really high quality. So Xbox, Sony, EA, Activision, well, which is kind of Xbox now, not officially, but will be. Like all of those companies can just do a digital conference, so it's fine. Like they won't. I don't. I don't think do digital anymore. is anywhere near the in like the digital Comic Con that they've been having. No, a Comic Con, yes, that's one thing, but like video game stuff, you're just showing. I guess, anyway. like for me as a as a consumer, I was always watching the videos on YouTube anyway. Yeah, so it's not any different to me. Like whether it's done at E3, I mean, it's cool when there's a crowd there and you can hear them cheering in the video. Like that is cool. Well, that's the whole point. Is that of all the they do at E3? They're just showing people convening. <laughs> right. <The> digital <laughs> convention is literally like an literally an oxymoron. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yep. Let me just sit on my computer and royally troll and trash your product. Like I don't already do that anyways. Well, I can do Dude, it like live the in your pre-recorded chat. Yeah, do you guys remember that DC fandom? The fucking yeah, chat just... comments going live were outrageous. And then were they turn them. Big. I think they turn them off. I know, like I think Comic Con at home turns comments off. Like you can chat when you're watching it live, but the comments are turned off, so you can't like roast it later. See, I feel like the other way would be more appropriate. Get rid of the live chat because that gets a real toxic. Yeah, you're resting live. It's also zipping. As we've yeah, seen. you can't. Yeah, there's so many. Our chat is not nearly so bad. No, but, but we do get a lot of Russian bots is, on there. It is funny though. So we went and saw Morbius last night, and Jay came with us, and we were saying, Jay, you got to come on the show more often. He's like, Dude, I just the chat's really hard for me. I'll be in like the middle of a thought, and then someone's telling me I'm an idiot, and it's really hard. And I was like, Oh, the chat's not like that. And then you know, the chat's been nice to us for the most part tonight. But, man, Sam and your mom were getting into it in the chat earlier. The <laughs> chat is roasting doing. each other. Very, very the chat's roasting debate. each other. It's a spirited debate. Sometimes yeah, it's, it's not... like a whole separate show on the chat. Like we have our show and then there's a whole separate show on the chat. they're fighting over geek stuff. I mean, I guess Leftover Zaggy is calling us stupid for liking Xbox. But I can, I can handle it. I don't so, consider, See, I don't consider it stupid because... I don't go Xbox versus PlayStation. I own an, I own both. Like yeah, yeah. I love you. Most gamers, yeah, if you're a hardcore on a gamer, Sega Genesis loading screen. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'm still playing Top Gun on the original NES. I can't <laughs> yeah. play it on the aircraft carrier. Dude, speaking of original NES, I'm so excited for this Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Cowabunga collection. Oh yeah, yeah dude, I'm gonna too. buy that shit. 
I'm yeah. so excited. I am Ninja too. Turtles, gonna... Tur- Turtles in Time might be one of the top 10 video games ever created. Turtles, I think I'm going to pick that one up on PC because I bet <laughs> even a freaking potato PC can run that. Corbett, so yeah, I can go on vacation. Corbett in the house. Yes, sir. Didn't they discontinue the PSP? Like they don't make yeah, a potato, a potato PC made of potatoes. That's the Russian computer. Sorry, it's a, it's a <laughs> Max is a Russian is a Russian operative. <laughs> it's a PC gamer term. Just saying, a PC that's like not meant for gaming. I'm so unhip when it comes to gaming. You'll, uh... have to, you'll have to excuse me. Anyway, so Breath of the Wild two has been delayed. I wish I was sad about it. I tried playing the first one and absolutely hated it. What? I need to try. I need to try it again because I'm I sure I'm in the wrong. I, I haven't even I'm played sure it, and here. I've never heard anybody say I own it. And I, I have a really bad thing about buying games and never playing them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about that game. It's very it's well loved. I, I don't like games that break my weapons, so that was really frustrating for me. But to be honest, the main issue I had. And this is not their issue. It's my issue entirely. I play on Xbox and PlayStation so much. I know I I don't I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the 64. So their controller wigs me out. I'm I'm trying to play and it says press Y, and so I'm pressing the top button, but I think that's actually like their bottom button. And I couldn't figure it out after like five hours of playing. I kept hitting the wrong buttons every single time. I just couldn't do it. So I just need to I just need to try it again. I'm sure I'd like the game. You used a pro oh, controller? Yeah. Yeah, I used the Pro Controller, and I just couldn't get used to it. Can't you Can't you hook an Xbox up? Oh, no, you'd still have the no. same issue. No, you can. You can. Zaggy you... agrees with you. I don't like it. Stupid breaking weapons and very dead world. Nah, see, I see. That's agree. how I felt, but I, I didn't get off the Great Plateau. I finished the Great Plateau, and then I didn't, I didn't keep playing. I heard it gets a lot better after that, so... Let me ask you guys this. I like this. the puzzles in the dungeon, though. I did, like, one or two dungeons, and the puzzles were cool. Go ahead, Ish. I, I have a question. The uh, the controllers for Xbox and PS, are they still very different? Have they kind of streamlined? I, I'm going to pull mine off my wall right now. I'll show you. Xbox hasn't changed their controllers in a long time, and I love that. My hands are too big for the PlayStation controllers. And I'm constant. They have this button on the top that's like a... It's like a... It's a trackpad, the touchpad. I constantly hit it when I don't mean to. There's All a the touchpad now on the controller as well. That's yeah, at the how bad very I top, am. at the okay. very top, there's a touchpad. Can you, sh- yeah, see that white part in the very top? That's a button. Okay. This is the PS5 so it seems like the handles have gotten a little small because I remember the original Xbox was like this. This is a PlayStation controller. Huge thing. Oh, that's PlayStation. This is actually bigger for a PlayStation yeah, controller. The, they made it bigger so it fits my hands better. But when I hit that, the I'm not sure which button it is. The the one all oh, the way, wow. the one on the right all the way to the left. Is that a square? I think it's a square button. When I hit the square button, my thumb hits that trackpad every single time. Oh, that doesn't happen to me. But yeah, this is the nuts. this is the new Xbox controller. They're smaller than the original Duke, dude. The, the, the original the Duke Xbox was, controller was a monster. The Duke is my favorite controller ever created. <laughs> a lot of people like it. It was perfect for my hands. Perfect. Yeah, I I prefer this for sure. But. Uh, do they make do they make like third party controllers that you can use? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the Duke. The um, what was the? It starts with an H. I don't remember. So like the different name ergonomic designs, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But one company, Hyperkin, I think it's called or something like that. They came out with the original Duke controller, and the center has a it's a LCD screen that has the original Xbox loading screen on the center of the controller. 
Yeah, this one, fucking awesome. this is my favorite controller to play with. This is the Xbox Elite. This isn't a third party. It's officially made by Xbox, but that the Elite thing, Series 2, I love this thing. That yeah. thing It's 175 bucks. It was expensive. Yeah. That thing weighs as, weighs as much as a house. Like it is that thing. That thing is indestructible. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's got these like back paddles on here that you can use. I put a piece of. Wasn't that tiring? If it's super heavy, it's not that heavy. No, it. it, it, I'm. I'm exaggerating, but compared to a regular. What the? Hello. Hello. Whoa. That was weird. weird. It's really not that much heavier, dude. To to an original. Dude, yes, it is. It's a little. It's heavier. No, don't get me wrong. It's heavier. I but... think it adds to the playability of it. The weight. It's better quality because you actually feel like it's got good heft to it, so it feels good in your hands. It doesn't feel like That's a Nerf toy. <laughs> that is what she said. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like I'm gonna break it when I'm using it like it does when I'm playing with like the the PlayStation Five controller. Or... Yeah, the PS Five controller is hot garbage. I love the PS Five controller. I love the laugh track that we have right now. Right. <laughs> Every time we say something funny, your mom's in the background laughing. Hey, man, it's crush is a joke. I'm glad you, you know it now. <laughs> What's next? Next is we got a uh, release date for the premiere of House of Dragons, the prequel to Game of Thrones. I think Coming Max was saying 20, the date is, is incorrect it, on this. It is the 21st, not the 20th. It's the 21st? Okay. Yeah, you're good. So... We don't need to talk about this for long, but I just, I'm glad there's a release date, you know? I'm not I interested. Like, I like, Do you guys uh, think if, if someone hasn't seen Game of Thrones, that they sh- this is something they should start with, watch this, and then move on? Or is it going to be a type of show where you needed to have seen Game of Thrones? Even it's, it's, hard to say, it's hard to say. So, like, I'll use 1883 as an example, the prequel to the Yellowstone series. Okay. If you watched Yellowstone, 1883 has extra enjoyability. But you don't have to watch Yellowstone to enjoy 1883. 1883 okay. is, is amazing on its own. I need to see it. It is. Yeah, I still need to see yeah. it. But I, I don't know because I haven't watched House of the Dragon. I'm assuming it's going to be the same idea. It's a prequel. So like none of the characters in the original are born yet. Um, so I'm sure so you're going to watch it I'm going to make a confession right now. I still have not seen Game of Thrones. I That's watched okay. one episode. I, I take said, a lot of heat for it. And I turned it off. <laughs> Game of Thrones? You've never I, I it's like on my it. list, probably top five shows all time that I that I need to watch. I don't know. I'm what, not what in I've been saving it for, but I'm not into this type of like. I don't like Lord of the Rings. I don't like this like dragons Ooh. and medieval stuff. I'm not into it. Like it's just okay. not my thing. Fair enough. So and then Game of Thrones. All I ever heard was there's this brother and sister that go at it like rabbits and all this oh, I, see, I always hear that too <laughs> and i'm like i'm like why are people incest, excited incest, about this incest like thing dicks and boobs. <laughs> yeah there's incest there's dongs and boobs and you know all kinds of sex and you know it just it just turned me off i'm like i i, I can't it's get like excited. walking incest. dead where your favorite characters are gonna die you know it's it's very bloody See, Walking Dead is dealing with a genre that I enjoy. That this is not. So, it, I mean, as soon the first episode I watched it, and just the way they speak and everything, it's just not my not my bag, man. Mm. Yeah, the first episode's kind of boring. Honestly, oh, honestly, it took me like by till season three to really get into the show. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Should I watch House of the Dragon? Start with that. 
I think if I you mean, have Game of Thrones already available to you, just watch it. Give, I think it's going to give you a lot of like. I, I think you'll be a little confused like on the war they're going to is is the back characters, but like and I don't really think it's going to have anything to do with the original Game of Thrones series, other than containing the being more about the. Yeah, I think it's about House Targaryen. Yeah, the Targaryens. You'll learn more about the Targaryens and and whatnot. But is that what Amelia Clark is a Targaryen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I really want to like the show because I love her. <laughs> Yeah, she's really good in it. She's good in everything. And she gets naked. She sucked in Terminator Genesis. She was the worst Sarah Connor ever. I'm just throwing <laughs> yeah, that out there. That movie is forgettable, which sucks, man, because... Because of her. And the no, dude Jai who Court, Jai uh, Courtney and... Yeah, he's not great either. Yeah, like... And Arnold Schwarzenegger should have hung that up a long time ago. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take Arnie any day. Yeah, because I didn't yeah. mind the uh, latest one they did. It was, it was all right. Hey, just That's this past Tuesday, about. I went to the uh, Harkins Shea 14, one night only, one time showing 40th anniversary of Conan the Barbarian, and by Krom, it was fucking awesome. That movie still holds up. That's awesome. I wanted to go, uh, Harkins over here was showing The Godfather again. I wanted to go see it. Oh, yeah. yeah every Tuesday they, they do. The 50th uh, anniversary, yeah. Yeah. I went, went during the pandemic. Um, we went and saw at AMC the Empire Strikes Back. That was pretty cool because I'm too young to have seen that in theaters. That was pretty awesome. To well, get they, to see that I saw it screen. in theaters. Like they had the reissue. Like, yeah, and what I saw was the reissue, but I never saw any of those in theaters. I saw the prequels and on in theaters, but none of the originals, even re-releases. Yeah, so I saw cool. the re-release Empire Strikes Back in the theater. My aunt took me. It was, That's cool. it was maybe like twelve or thirteen. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't don't remember. I didn't get to see those. Is old United Artists on Arizona Avenue and Warner, and now that's a high school. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> moving on. Tonight's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision-engineered tooling for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join 4 million men worldwide. We trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code AGEEKPODCAST at manscaped.com. If your math is correct, it's about 8 million balls in your balls and your partner. Well, thank you. You know, again, we talk about it every week. If you're going to con, con season's ramping up. We're getting back to cons. Especially in Arizona. Yes, especially in Arizona where it's going to be hot. Our con is in May. It's going to be hot. If if the past week is showing you anything where it's almost already been 100 degrees, it's going to be hot. You're going to be sweating. You're going to be stinking. Get yourself some Manscaped. Use promo code AGEEKPODCAST for 20% off. Get some of that, that ball conditioner deodorant and spray down them family jewels so you don't smell like vinegar while you're walking through the con. <laughs> nobody likes. Especially if you're Corbin who goes to these things to be on the prowl to find yes. the future Mrs. Corbin. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do speed dating definitely yes. use manscaped yes in fact we may we may gift. if you get lucky these, you're gonna smell lucky we we you may can, gift one shave. of these uh packages to corbin before before comic con <laughs> you can shave your downstairs into the bat symbol so when you meet a young woman at at speed dating and she wants to come back to your hotel room you're ready to go you'll be smelling like a mountain man and you can shine the bat signal in her face 
or his ready. or his depending on what you're or his into. yeah whatever you, whatever your yeah, preference whatever is. you're We're into you should judge. D- no matter who your partner is you should present your best self hey if you're tired of having hairs in your mouth after the deed is done manscaped <laughs> is for you <laughs> trim it up down there get ready to go boom hair you know who doesn't manscape? no more hair in the mouth who doesn't manscape that cuck will smith <laughs> maybe if you manscaped dude we got look at look at corby he says i already have manscaped with my basketball pod promo but I Jada manscaped her well you may need a refill bro <laughs> may need a refill yeah use our promo code <laughs> not your other podcast promo code <laughs> uh manscaped is a great product i've been using it um for a while now not necessarily just not to shave up the downstairs, but you know, all over it. The trimmer can be used in any part of your body, and and uh, you know, it's it's yeah, a great I little product. My, I trimmed my sideburns and stuff the other day, and looked real nice. I trimmed nice. up my my three chest hairs with it. <laughs> you know, I'm you are extraordinarily to... non hairy. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I'm you know, my I can't grow facial hair at all. Like that, I grow like a, a dirt stash, and it's very like kid rock blotchy beard and maybe that's why man, maybe that's why we have manscaped now because maybe Max and I every, came on I mean, the show and they, listen, and they saw us <laughs> every time i go to get my hair cut the the woman in the the barbershop's like do you want me to trim your beard and i always say i appreciate you calling it a beard because <laughs> <laughs> the beard it is not but uh my my boss constantly gets on me she's like lance you need to shave your face you need to shave your face and i was like listen i don't grow any hair on top of my head if I shave my face, you might as well just draw a happy face on your thumb and nobody will be able to tell the difference. <laughs> it's yep. true. So, like, I'm starting to get a bald spot, like, up, you know, the back of the head. And so because of that, I'm just finding, like, screw it. I think it's time for me to just Because it's, it's all moving to your back, according to Lance. <laughs> it's time for me to just start, you know, buzzing it. And honestly, the Manscaped thing, I wouldn't mind using it for my head. Like, it's it's pretty darn effective. So Yeah, it's nice. And, and you don't get a... Uh... You don't get like snags, some clippers, like you can get caught and things like that. Like it doesn't get caught on anything because I have pretty coarse hair and it, it doesn't get caught in pull or, or nothing. So it's a nice little product. Hey, I kid, a... trim your balls. So you go get manscaped. <laughs> go I had a roommate who manscaped. once shaved his head with clippers and literally did half the head and then the fucking clippers broke. that's happened to me i had to make my wife rush out to walmart to go buy a new set of clippers (laughs) or or mine are my my other set uh are battery operated where you actually have to plug it in and it doesn't work while it's plugged in or anything so i shaved half my set my head my my clippers went dead and i had to wait like four hours to to start clipping it again that was awful good times but yeah as con as con season is ramping up and you don't want to be the smelly kid at con manscaped's got you covered got some bold deodorant the ball toner it all smells amazing shave it into the bat symbol the spider-man symbol whatever your little heart desires but don't go to comic-con being the smelly kid get yourself some manscaped and we're here to help you out with 20 percent off by using promo code agipodcast at manscaped.com manscaped.com. what if i want to shave the new punisher symbol do you could do that too? Do it okay. or a PS5 controller, whatever you want, man. <laughs> Art is subjective. <laughs> you could literally bring your Superman cosplay to life. You could use 
you could use the lawnmower 4.0 to ch- to shave the Superman symbol in your chest. So you can just walk around and just popping your shirt open to every every female you see to get that Superman symbol going. I like it because that works. I, do I have enough for that? Hey, it might. You never know. I might, I might have enough strategy. I like Corbin's Corbin struck out the last like three Comic Cons, so I think he should try this this Superman symbol on his chest. I think that might work. No, I think I think the bat symbol. Shaving the bat symbol so that way, you know, when you show it to her, you're like, look, Gotham bat root. Me. All right, yeah. we've got your mom in the chat. Tell us which bat symbol would be the most exhilarating. Batson, bat root. Bat fleck. You know, what are we, what bat symbol are we needing to shave into our chest to get the ladies' hearts pounding? Pattinson's because it's the easiest. <laughs> That's right. <It> sparkles. <laughs> oh, man. What's next? We talking about Mr. Willis? <laughs> Stick Boy says Corbin struck out because he talks about DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't lead with Batman and Robin is the greatest DC movie ever made, Corbin. That's probably ah. a turnoff. No, Mr. Willis. Batman Forever. Oh, I couldn't remember. They both suck. <laughs> yes. I know you disagree-ish. <laughs> Sad day we've had. We've had two actors in the last... 24 to 48 hours basically announced their potential retirement from acting two actors yeah yeah who's the other oh jim carrey jim carrey yeah yeah his might be an april fool's joke but uh, i don't know i don't know he just did sonic 2 and i'm sure they're gonna want him for sonic 3 (laughs) oh he said that sonic 2 after the will smith stuff and how disgusted he was he said that sonic 2 might be his last acting gig he's gonna walk away but yeah um, Bruce Willis is leaving acting due to some health complications. Um, What's it called? A, a, a phasia? What's a, a it fa- called? Aphasia. What is it? Aphasia. Aphasia. A p h a s i a. So, unlike Jada Smith, this is a real disease. This is and a very serious. <laughs> Whoa! Her disease is real. Isn't a real disease. I have uh, technically, I have alopecia. I Max agree with Lance. It. Alopecia, come on. It's not real. No, that's like saying uh, I have a hangnail. That's like complaining Alope- about, yeah, pimples no. and herpes. Come on. Alopecia would also make us lose our eyebrow hair. We wouldn't even need man. No, that's not true. Alopecia. That's not true. Not all alopecia is full body. I'm saying Anyways, this, this affects I'm tired his, of talking about this Will right here where I can't Let's grow talk about hair. Yeah, he's not leaving here. acting with this. He's kind of leaving life like yes this is this is ability to communicate and understand this is close to like alzheimer's this is worse this is like alzheimer's or dementia this is the this is brain stuff this is this is cognitive functioning yeah it's it's going for me personally this is a bigger impact than even if jada was to leave acting i can only think of like one thing i've seen her in which is gotham um i just don't really yeah there's no watch anything she's in did you not watch living color uh, no, but Bruce Willis, you know, he's been one of my favorite actors for years. He's one of the biggest uh, movie stars in the world. I yeah, man. He's when yeah, you think easily. of action movies, you know, maybe, maybe not if you're not if you're a zoomer, but like millennials and like older Bruce Willis is one of the names you go to like Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like those are some of the names you go to when you think of action movie heroes. Die Hard, you know, it's just Bruce Willis is awesome. And yeah, a lot of the movies he's done recently have been money grabs and pretty dumb and bad. Well, now we kind of know why, maybe. 
Well, potentially. Yeah, his, his reasoning skills have been affected by this, like his decision making. So he might be I just was trying reading... to like hoard a bunch of money for medical bills. He did a movie um, that Aaron made me watch the other day, which was like the most dog shit movie I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Um, and I'm trying to look up the name of it. But she was so, like, oh, I used to watch it as a kid. And I watched it and I was like, this is fucking terrible. Oh, it's an old movie? Yeah, it's an older movie. Um, like mid, like 90s movie. Better the not kid? say Hudson Hawk. The kid? That's what it is. Yes. Oh, that's the best. That I movie is dog shit. Hudson Hawk. I don't even know. That's I don't even know what that is. That's one of the most misunderstood movies. I had a feeling yeah. you were going to say that. How, uh, how is it misunderstood? I'm I'm willing to give it a chance, but from what I saw, the stupid sound effects, the, the dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, you, ha- you have to embrace, like, oh, they're kind man. of going for It might be one vibe. of those things that if you didn't watch it in the 90s, it's not going to, like, not have the same No, when it came now. out, people crapped. All- it was, like, it was the original, like, movie that everybody universally shit all over. And well, there's saying, a, like, there- it ended, it's going to end his career, blah, blah, blah. The movie is There's a lot of brilliant. movies like that. I just went to Best Buy today, and they have a re-release of Howard the Duck on 4K. That movie okay. was hot shit when it came out, but now it's kind of like a no, little a cool a classic. Cool classic, yeah, yeah. Duck, duck tits, man. Yeah, I watched it just the other night, like three days ago. Howard the Duck. I love Howard the Duck, <laughs> but that's <laughs> hey, because Matt, I saw Matt, it. As a you're, kid. you're in the majority here, hating on Hudson Hawk, but no one like. I'm going to die Hawk. on that hill. I'm going to die on that hill. That movie is brilliant. It's genius. Now, I don't just... even know what that is, Max. Have you heard of that? I don't even know what that is. No, it's from I've the never, director of, of, of Airheads and Heathers. Dude. So those if you get those movies, movies, Hudson Hawk, man, is that dude's like masterpiece. See, like so that, actually, man. not Hudson Hawk. That movie just. Yesterday, no. I saw Airheads on Hulu, and I, and I asked my wife, have you ever seen this? And she said, no. So I'm holding on to it. Airheads is We're going to watch it together. Airheads is great. So, so speaking of Bruce Willis's career, one thing that I'm a little bummed didn't happen is he didn't make an appearance in freaking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you guys watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, John McClane was like the inspiration for Peralta, the main character's like whole cop gig. And it would have been awesome for Bruce Willis to like make some kind of a cameo appearance in like the finale. I'm a little bummed it didn't happen. Yeah. I just, I just love this actor, man. I, I'm really, I'm sad to hear about this. You know, things happen, people's health declines. You know, but he's not like, he's not that old. I mean, he's like my dad's age, I think. You know, no, but when it he came might out be younger me, than your dad. He's a year younger than my dad. I just looked. Yeah. My dad was born in 1954. Bruce Willis was born in 1955. He was born in West Germany. I didn't realize that. But you got to realize, like his ascent into into uh, being a movie star. Like, because he was in Moon, um, Moonlighting, Moonlight, Moonlighting, and when he went into Die Hard, like they did not want to cast this guy because he was in this like romantic. It was like Michael Keaton thing. being cast for Batman. Like everyone was like, yeah. this comedian, what?" So they they like Die Hard was originally supposed to be a Steve McQueen film, like years before that, and. Like they, it got shelved, and then when they brought it back, like they had all these other actors in mind, and the director stood on his hill and said, "No, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis." But it was unprecedented. This guy getting this action role, and he killed it. 
Die Hard is one of the top five action movies of all time, many people would say, if yeah, not man. the top. Absolutely, absolutely. And Bruce and Willis Christmas was definitely movies. one of the first, you know, he was only a TV star. He had only done TV, and he was the first to successfully transition to movies with really no hiccup. I prefer yeah, we see that all the time today, but he kind of was the first. Yeah, I remember I remember when I was a kid, like there was like Topher Grace and like all these big television stars. They were going into movies and they just fall flat on their face, right? It was happening all the time. It's not until recently that that's kind of that people follow the celebrity more so than the than the David project. Caruso. That's like one of the infamous ones. Yep. It's probably dating me, but he was on the NYPD Matt, Blue. It was like Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry too. Matthew Perry, another one. Yeah. He, when he left Friends, he was supposed to be this star, and his his you got to look yeah, movie career. You got to look at all too. all None the of those guys of really. No, Jennifer Aniston's the only one, and even yeah. she like well, didn't Courtney really go Cox. On to do, like... I think Courtney Cox has had a successful. I movie guess career, Scream. Too. I guess Scream, but that was more of like an ensemble thing. Like that had Nev Campbell, and but that's the only thing you could really call courtney cox jennifer aniston's done lots of things lots of things but but, but rarely Jen as a lead actress though like some of her best work like horrible bosses but she's not like the lead in that movie well she was in where the we are the millers and, and she was a main character and she was in uh, a lot of jason bateman movies the breakup with um that's yeah yeah that's um, true that's true i i You're would right. say jennifer aniston is a movie star i mean yeah. she's most well known for friends they're all most well known for friends but but uh, Matt, Matt LeBlanc floundered in, in show business. Uh, Matthew Perry, Lisa Kudrow had some things like she was in Analyze This, and 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 she had Romeo and Michelle's. Like she had some hits. Reunion, yeah. yeah, David Schwimmer did voice acting. Yeah, Not he does a lot of directing too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the reality is, these people made so much money on Friends, they don't have to work another day in their life. Just invest that crap, and just you could live. Not even a middle class life. You could still live a wealthy life for the rest of your days. From Didn't Bruce Willis cameo on an episode. Yeah, he was he Rachel's girlfriend for um, a while on Friends. For like His six girl, episodes. Girlfriend. Oh. Boyfriend. Or boyfriend. Sorry. He was Rachel's that's, that's boyfriend. Good acting. And he was also Ross's girlfriend's father. <laughs> so what? So let's let's just real quick. What is your favorite Bruce Willis movie? And it can't all be Die Hard. Armageddon. Okay, Armageddon was going to be mine. Dang Six it, now cents. I have to come up with another one. Six cents. I've never seen Armageddon. Armageddon was You've my favorite movie You've never seen Armageddon? I haven't. The oh, year it came oh out, God. I saw I saw Deep Impact instead, and I'm like, I'm good with Deep Impact. I don't need to see the other media oh, movie. Deep Impact is a snooze and now I know compared it's to Armageddon. And <laughs> kind of like cult classic for it's so bad it's good, I Arma guess. Armageddon, Armageddon wasn't song. a cult classic, was it? Didn't do really well I think people the talk about it. Yeah, it's true. it was a very successful movie, but it was the critics and I think the it. I think the soundtrack did better than the movie. Yeah, the fucking Aerosmith song. Do you know that's not even an original Aerosmith song? That song's been covered four different times. Brad Paisley really? came out, or was it Brad Paisley? A country, some country singer did it at the same time as Aerosmith. It's not even an original Aerosmith song, but theirs is the most popular. Do you want to know what movie he did that he should have won an Oscar for? Hmm. Look who's talking. <laughs> Unbreakable Lance. is fantastic. Six yeah, cents. I, I was gonna ask, what's your favorite? But I think you said six cents. What about you, Ish? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I was trying to think of some of his more serious roles. Um, I mean, you got you know, he was in that one Bonfire of the Vanities with Tom Hanks, but that was like a huge flop. When it oh, came he out. was awesome in um, uh, Sin City. 
Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Yeah, for me, for me, I mean, I, mean, I didn't want to use Die Hard as the, the cop-out. Armageddon was going to be my next answer. And I know I said don't use Die Hard, but I meant the original. Die Hard with a Vengeance is honestly, it might be my favorite of the Die Hard movies. That movie's so freaking good. I just better than the first one. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. A tough... It's a... Oh, dude, not by a lot. Has... Like the, the first, first one's one awesome. Has Alan Rickman, dude, and that guy. I love Jeremy Irons. Though. I cried well, when Alan Rickman. Died. I like them all except for number four. Number four is kind of. Is that the one with um, Justin Long? Yeah, that was hot garbage. <laughs> I thought not. Not a lot of people like number five, but I thought number five kind of. I like all of them. Well, number five went back four. to rated R, right? Yeah, because yeah. the one with Justin Long was PG thirteen. I, I like all of them, but one and three are the best. One and three. Two, ones. come on, you gotta love two also. I like two, well, they're all but I don't think yeah. two is as good as as one or three. Samuel L. Jackson's also just so good in Die Hard. Hearts War is a good movie. I like so Die Hard with yeah, Vengeance might have one of the dumbest movie moments in history. Is Samuel L. Jackson happens to be driving by. Out of all of New York City, right at the point where Bruce Willis shoots out of the manhole with the water. <laughs> that scene every time. Hey, I'm it's like, not an action movie. It's not a good oh, action movie unless there's some. You that's know, like one of the biggest coincidences ever in, in any movie. He did The Kid, that Disney movie, which is a great movie. The Kid is awesome. Oh, 12 Monkeys. There you go. 12 Monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent movie. Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Matthew Perry, Whole Nine Yards. The Jackal. Jackal that was Jack. That was that was Jack Black's. You didn't like the Jackal. Jackal is bad. It, oh my god! With is Richard that the one Gere? with Jack Black? Yes, that's. It's notable for having like a really early Jack Black performance, and he gets blown away in his body. Like, yeah, I liked. The wriggles Jackal. around when he gets shot. I, I like the Jackal. You don't bad, like the Jackal, but you like Hudson Hawk. Yes, Hudson <laughs> Hawk is entertaining <laughs> as fuck. The Jackal is just like this. Neat movie. Oh, he I did that movie. I need to go on a Bruce Willis binge. There's actually quite a few. Oh, Bruce Death Willis Becomes Her. Have you seen Death Becomes there you Her? Go. Robert That's a Zemeckis. good movie. Uh-huh. That's underrated. Tears of the Sun was good. I agree. Tears of the Sun uh, was North, right. North was a, like a kid's movie. I remember as a kid that I really liked. North is a very underrated movie. That ended uh, Rob Reiner's uh, directing career pretty much. Because I remember people just lost their minds over North. But it's actually kind of a, it's like the Hudson Hawk of its time. Oh my god, dude, that movie's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis is. It, it's clear to me that Bruce me, Willis it, didn't uh, get a lot of love in his movies, though. After like the nineties, it really like I like me... Looper, but most of his movies after the nineties, oh, I, like, I forgot about Looper. Yeah. Looper's really Hudson good. Hawk gives me bad, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit vibes, and not in a good way. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a classic. I, it is. I don't know how you would compare okay. the I two, thought but... you were. I thought you were trying to. No, I'm just I saying. thought you were trying to tear down. I'm, talking, I'm, Rabbit. Com- I'm comparing it because of how like campy and over the top it is, and like they use like the cartoon sound effects for it and stuff, and <laughs> and Hudson Hawk, and it's just like. Mm. I, I, what I love about Hudson Hawk, you can see Bruce Willis is having the absolute time of his life making that movie, and that just that joy shines through. I guess. Yeah, and Danny Aiello, come on. Also, I'm sorry to the people that love The Fifth Element. I just, I've never liked that movie. I don't know what it is about that movie. You know what? I never cared that much for Bruce Willis in that movie 
because the movie is such a has such a like global European feel, and then you have this lead actor who's like so just American, you know. You're more Mila Jovovich, huh? I just think I don't. I don't <laughs> think I saw The Fifth Element until like I don't know, like 2006 it's or an something. Like that. Movie though. and I yeah. wasn't impressed. By the time I saw it, special effects were so much better that I just thought it was. You're really all forgetting cheap. the best Bruce Willis movie ever that he should have won an Academy Award for. What's that? Cop out. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Did Smith you guys see Kevin out. Smith actually apologized for uh, yeah. his cop out comments because now he feels bad? Yeah, yeah. I love Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's a crybaby. Yeah. Kevin Smith seems like a real genuine guy, which is kind of um, uh, a rarity in show business. I think. I think he's really genuine. So if he's a crybaby, that's fine. But he's a genuine crybaby. You know, yeah. You know, he's you, a good dude. Yeah, I think he's a really good dude. He just, I mean, he directs, he comes out with movies that his fans are clamoring for, like begging for. He's not He's not one of these guys that's like, like yoga hosers. <laughs> no one was begging for yoga hosers. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not a Kevin Smith just said, he really. makes movies people for yoga well, hosers. Well, he probably, he probably thought that that was a movie that would be. Oh, yeah, Tusk. Tusk. Jersey Tusk, Girl. Tusk is an anomaly, like. As a huge Kevin Smith fan, Tusk is an anomaly because, like, the first half of Tusk is a really good fucking movie, and then when he, when it goes south, when the minute he like turns him into the walrus, isn't Tusk and Yoga Hosers in the same universe? Yes. Yeah, and there's a third movie. It's like his Canadian trilogy. Yeah, he calls it the True uh, North trilogy or something like that. Yeah, or wasn't it? I thought it was the Great White North trilogy or something like that. No, you can't say Great White North anymore. Or the White North Why? trilogy, or something like that. <laughs> Why can't you say Great White North? Because the... you can't say the words "great" and "white" together. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> There's guys. a cartoon show. The the uh, I'm pretty sure the two new writers of Deadpool write Great White North. That cartoon. But um, two women. That was the yeah, yeah McKenzie Moose... brothers, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Moose Strange Jaws. Wheel. It's his uh, his third film. It's Jaw. It's Jaws with a moose. What he says. Clever. I don't know. Kevin Smith just seems like that that actor that will do anything to for his fans. Like I don't, I don't know. This, just... Because of punctuation, your mom's comment here is very dirty. As I relate, it's super hard to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. was it? Is it the thirty-seven comment? <laughs> <laughs> the laugh track. <laughs> seven. What, what's your preference your mom is it 7-eleven or is it is it circle k like who has the best she's place? she's a quick quick trip gal quick trip qt and i mean quick trip <laughs> in and out I, I don't know why i said that <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh, but yeah speak, so jim carrey we, were, I hope we already touched fake. on that Leaving to talk about leaving acting. Wait, wait, wait! I had one more thing to say about Bruce Willis. Okay, okay. back to how um, you know Kevin Smith apologies. Like you know, I was mean to him. I feel bad. How about you guys know the Raspberry Awards, right? The Razzies. The yeah. Razzies, yeah. They, they're, they they're took the their bad. The opposite of the Oscars. They're for the worst everything. So they actually for this year came up with an entirely new category. And it's just to honor the shitty movie Bruce Willis made that year. So Bruce Willis movie is going to win that category every year. And I'm thinking, how big of an asshole do they feel? 
they yeah. they call it the worst they call it the worst Bruce Willis uh performance of the year. So they'll come out with like five yeah. or six movies and they'll pick the worst well, one yeah. and give him an award for it. So, so in light of this He's yeah, they might want to. They might want to rethink though. that. So they've only. So yeah, they they came out. They took it back. Uh, they they canceled it. They've only done that twice. So they took back his and they took back uh, Duvall's for The Shining. I don't oh. think you should take anything back because you're just now finding out about this. So like, you're gonna be like, oh, I feel like an asshole for things that he. Well, did they're saying this could explain a lot of his choices, and you know, people were complaining about his demeanor on sets, you know, in the last couple of years. That yeah, like, that's did, did I was talk. actually gonna. So so it created this whole thing that Bruce Willis is like the biggest asshole in Hollywood, and then it turns out maybe not. Maybe this entire time he was struggling. I he, I was he reading has been a, doing a lot of movies though. He did eight last year. Yeah, he, I mean, he knows he's probably got he some has, crazy medical bills coming his way. He so has you take every job he can get, just like Nick Cage. You know, he's got to pay his taxes, so he'll start. Which Nick Cage is going to make bank off of that new movie that's coming out. That movie looks so good. That looks hilarious. I actually got but, invited to go see a pre-screening of it on uh, last uh, Wednesday. Oh, nice. Did you go? No, I went and saw the Batman again instead. <laughs> Um, no, I was reading a I was reading a report. So apparently, he did a movie with somebody from a reality show called Vanderpump or something like that. He did a movie, and in the movie, he was supposed to yell something and then shoot this gun, but he kept he kept shooting the gun before he yelled the thing, and and this girl was getting all pissed or, or something like that. And Wait, that was uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> he didn't shoot anybody. So he, then he shot her instead. The the uh, the the yell was supposed to be like it was supposed to be a warning because because the girl's back was turned to Bruce Willis or something like that. It was supposed to be yell like he was supposed to yell and that was supposed to be like her warning that the shot was coming. And he kept shooting before he would yell it. And this happened like five or six times. And I understand now that, that struggle. <laughs> it's always tough to not shoot before you yell. <laughs> uh but uh a lot of these things are explainable now and and i just feel really you know you know i feel talk bad about, that i wasn't watching his movies for the last few years you know what i mean you know and there's a dude with you know nobody made fun of his bald head and he flipped out <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 uh but jim carrey um this would really suck man because I was so when the when the trailer first came out for Sonic and they showed him as as Doctor Eggman, um, Doctor Robotnik. I was not sold because he's not robust, he's not anything. But he he's a big part of why that movie is good. Sonic, the robust first Sonic. personality. No, ro- he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't rotund. He wasn't truly. rotund, and he 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 wasn't. Doctor Robotnik wasn't supposed fat. to be like a just say it. He's yeah. fat. Yeah, I don't. Kind. Why are you trying to be kind? Fat, it's a word. It's okay. Because I fucked up with the alopecia thing, and now I'm trying to be. <laughs> you're already, you're already dead in the water, Lane. You're allowed to, okay? You're fat. You're allowed to say the word fat. I'm not okay? fat. I'm husky. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I'm not I, fat. I'm festively plump. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that was way too good. <laughs> <laughs> That that is something you practice on the daily, I think. <laughs> the, in the I'm not fat. Just... I'm just a vessel full of love. Yeah. 
there's more of me to love. Yeah. I'm not fat. I'm just I, I, I hope this isn't the case, you know, but I totally get Fluffy, it. I mean, yes. with people souring to, you know, what Hollywood has become, but I don't think he's exempt to it because for a while he was painting these these pictures that were just completely celebrating these awful things. Uh, I don't he's know if had you've an seen... interesting life because, like, his wasn't it like his girlfriend died or killed yeah. herself or something like that, and then he went off the deep end, and then he did Kick Ass too. And but then then he took out... some flack for like being an asshole to her, so people felt like yeah. her suicide was related to how he and treated then, like, her. He did yeah. Kick Ass too, and the then reality. he f- took. The yeah, big, then he like, flipped on Kick Ass too. Flipped on about Kick Ass too. Yeah, and then now weird. like, which that had, was like, a franchise whole, killer. Like, Kick ass too. That was he did a, bad. He, he just feels like a roller coaster of what he's gonna do, and now he's speaking out against the the hypocrisies in Hollywood, and after what it, happened at the Academy Awards, and it's just it's weird because he has these moments of like the the these eccentric outbursts, right, with the paintings or or, or whatever. But then you see him in that in that interview he, that he was given, I forget what show he was on, or I saw him on another one where it was like an artist round table where he's talking to other actors. And he's, and in those moments, he's so well polished and so thoughtful about what he's saying and everything like that. And then you see this other, I almost wonder if he's bipolar <laughs> to tell you the truth. Like, yeah, he does have some it, moments of like, Oh, this, he's got a little wisdom to share. And you know, yeah. Yeah. And then he I has don't moments Mr. He Popper's penguins. There's clearly a screw loose. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen his show? Um he's like a a, a children's happy. Yes, happy. happy. Oh, it's great, dude. It's a great show. Um in fact, I think another season's come out that I need to go watch, but great show where he's playing like a Mr. Rogers type character. Um it's on Showtime or Stars or something, but it's a fantastic show. He is a undervalued actor i think he's like a very some, good actor i don't think he's, he's not just valued. like he had his time like ace ventura the no, mass but the, but dumber yes like, comedy man things. on the moon like yeah man then on the he moon does something like man on the moon favorite. that movie is incredible but yeah, man on the moon fa- flopped in the theaters that's because number 23 man on I the think... moon the show happy like he's not celebrated for some of these roles like yes yeah. us he us was... as professional movie watchers i guess you could say Yes, we understand that, but the general public they want to see him kick himself in the nuts or yeah. or do this and that. He doesn't get celebrated. He's like Adam Sandler. Punch Truck Love. Adam Sandler was was genius yes. in it. Yes. But Adam well, Sandler, they want to see Adam Sandler. Or uncut gems. On, uh, I didn't yeah. really like uncut gems. I, I loved uncut man. gems. Oh, Matt man, hated that it. Was good. That's awful. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, I, but I loved like, that movie. I love Man on the Moon in it. People, I think people just don't understand the genius that is Andy Kaufman, and they don't. When Andy Kaufman was alive, nobody understood the genius. No, no, I know, I know, I know. But like, but you don't understand. Like when they did the they did a documentary with him explaining, like I think it's called like Me and Andy, like what he did and channeled Andy Kaufman to get into that role. Yeah, and he got lost into that character. He became Andy Kaufman essentially. Yeah. So. Uh, and the number twenty three is another movie that flopped in the in the theaters, and I loved that movie. But that, then you yeah. got like um, Eternal Sunshine for Spotless Mind, great yeah. movie. Like there's another a lot one that of flopped Jim in the Carey theaters. That out there. that's celebrated now, 
in hindsight, but when it came out, people were like, what the hell? Like, we want to see Jim Carrey get kicked in the nuts, not this serious. Well, yeah, you got, but when you yeah. say flop, though, that movie actually did not cost a lot. So it was for the people who made it, it was successful. They won a bunch of awards. They made their money back. And plus, it just didn't have the viewership that his, you know, I think I think it just didn't live up. Would get. It didn't make it as much. Film. Yeah, I don't I don't think because you got to remember, like, he costs a lot. Right. So I think the only movie any if you wanted to call it a serious, a serious uh, performance is the Truman Show. Like, I think that's the only the movie. Oh, there you go. There's another one. Yeah. I think that's the only movie that was like him getting away from that slapstick stuff like Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber and all well, these things. Eternal that, Sunshine. Christmas definitely. Carol was a pretty impressive performance. Honestly. Which one? Christmas Carol. He did like every voice in that. That movie flopped. Pretty I, yes, fair that enough. movie didn't even make back its budget. I don't think that was a Disney one. The Grinch, the Grinch, is is popular now in streaming and and all these things. But when it was in theaters, it was not. No, that was a. Are you kidding me? That was the number one hit of the year. It came out. That movie, The was Grinch, huge. Yeah, that was a yeah, the massive, Grinch is huge, massive. The hit. Grinch, the Grinch got panned. It did. So it maybe people went and saw it, but it got it got critically panned, and he was actually savage, did yeah. really well in it. I don't. I don't take what critics say to heart, though. Half the time, because I know PG. all I'm saying is that he could be well, afforded more respect. That's the only point. I th- I'm but to I make. think it's because <laughs> it was in the time where, like, pe- like you were saying, people wanted to see these comedians make funny movies. They don't want to see him in these dramatic roles. And now, like, comedians do some of the best dramatic roles. Like, well, look at Robin Williams. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. he turned into yeah. an amazing yeah. dramatic actor. Yeah, Tom Hanks true. turned into an amazing dramatic actor. Was Insomnia a, is one of my favorite movies ever. Insomnia is so that's good. That's a good movie. And uh, it, that's Robin Williams, like, at his... And then he comes out with One Hour Photo... Or One Hour Photo might have been before. Oh, man, and he was, was he was just eviscerated for One Hour Photo. That movie bombed. And, it's such a creepy movie. Yeah. Or or uh, what's the one where he dies and he's going through the paintings and stuff? Oh yes. Oh, I can't what is that movie called? What dreams may come? Yes. Is that what it is? That movie flopped in the theaters too. That was an expensive flop. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very creative, very interesting movie. But some of his some of his serious stuff was. But yeah, it, it, and I was reading I was reading an article about it where it was coming up with all these examples of these comedians that go into these these uh, dramatic roles and just kill it. And a lot comedians, of them, comedians have as a stand-up comedian or, or just comedians in general, they have to understand emotion, right? They have to understand uh, how to get to that funny bone, timing, right? And timing and things Comedic like that. And that translates. Does. That translates really well to drama. So you always, Will Smith, you could argue was a comedic actor with Fresh Prince and stuff, and now you see him coming into these serious roles, which most of his roles now have been serious stuff. No, he was a rapper. That did some funny stuff. But if you watch Fresh Prince, he, when he was in Fresh Prince, he was literally mouthing the other characters' lines as they were saying them. Like, you can see him on camera doing this. But it was a comedy. Like, that's where he got started. And then and then he, he just learned to understand timing and things like that. But when drama actors move to comedy, it doesn't have the same Not effect. Not not all like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is, is funny in the comedy movies he's 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 in is because 
Oh my god, he's still playing dude. a dramatic version of himself. Yeah, he's just saying? making fun of himself. That dude just plays Taken in every movie, like. Oh yeah, Every this movie, is an ongoing just... joke. This is an ongoing joke I have with my parents. My parents are like, "Oh, we want to see what was the one who was in the snow." They showed a preview for one last night at Mor- when we went to go see Morbius. Yeah, and me and Aaron turned to each other, and Aaron goes, "Taken thirteen, this time he's <laughs> deaf." And I'm like, "That's what I call every morning. Taken, but on a train. Taken, but yeah. in the snow. Taken, but in a okay. submarine." <laughs> okay. So I wanted to mention this earlier when we were talking about Ricky Gervais, but I was like, I don't want to take up too much time with that. But Liam Neeson just like I saw this skit with him and and uh, where he Ricky wants to Gervais. be a stand up comic. Yes. And it's hilarious. He's basically playing the taken role, but in a comedic way. But I wonder, so good. I wonder if when he's doing that, he truly doesn't understand why it's funny. <laughs> No, I think he does. (laughs) I don't know because he plays the same guy in all these. Like, if you watch Wild Wild West, right? Is it Wild Wild West? No, what's the one? Hundred Ways to Die in the West. Is that what it's called? The Seth MacFarlane one. I've seen I've seen him in other things, and I think he he can do a good job. But since Taken, he's done a lot of the same crap. I thought he was great. He's been he was great in Rosal Ghoul. He was in Les Mis, and he was awesome as Jean Valjean. Like, I I think Liam Neeson's got some acting chops but he has done the same crap a lot lately yeah i just i just think it, it doesn't always translate from one way to the other drama to comedy as it does to comedy to drama like yeah so steve carell's another one of those super funny guy but he can do some great drama as well yeah. oh yes he can yes, yeah he can. and probably the most the most successful of all time what your mom was saying is tom hanks who started in big and the burbs and money pit and, and all what's interesting is i don't even think of tom Oscars. hanks as a yeah. i don't even think of him as yeah. a he started a sitcom yeah. he started as a sitcom star or shia labeouf who started in even stevens and all these other things and honey boy is like in in and uh peanut butter falcon and all these other things are fantastic movies he's becoming into this serious actor well they just understand his stupid his stupidity and his poor life choices will make it to where he's never going to be respected in that manner. Oh yeah, I agree. I, he should, in my opinion, he should have won Best Actor for Peanut Butter Falcon. That movie is flawless. I, I don't know if you three have seen it, but yeah, I watched it with you. Did you? Actually, yeah, I've seen yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon too. Oh, I love Big that and Money movie. Pit are two of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. The I Burbs saw Money is Pit so good. When I was a kid. <laughs> Money Pit used to be my favorite movie as a kid because every time my dad would watch it, I would get a massive kick out of when the the naked baby fountain starts pissing on him. Like <laughs> that, that was just the best when I was a kid. So I I love the Burbs, dude. The Burbs is so good. I love that movie. Uh, I mean, Seth Rogen's kind of done it a little bit too with like Funny People. Funny um, People was a great movie. And Adam Sandler's in that one too, or Jonah Hill. Oh, Funny People is good. I I agree with that. Jonah Hill got nominated for an Oscar for yes. For Jonah Moneyball. Hill is Jonah Hill is good too. Yeah, but these guys just they they get it. These comedic actors they just understand what it takes to manipulate somebody's emotions. And and I don't think it, you know, nine times out of ten it doesn't work the other direction. But. Uh, what we so we're gonna get two back to back episodes release week, um, for for Obi Wan, and then what is it like? Are they taking a week off or no? They pushed it back, right? They 
pushed uh, back the release date. Yeah, so the release date was going to be May 25th, which it's kind of a bummer it's not going to be because that's when A New Hope came out was May 25th. So it was yeah, kind of cool. It to the Friday. Yeah, they got they got pushed to the Friday, May 27th, and they're going to release the first two episodes same day. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's good news. I think it's exciting. Which I wonder why they're moving back to the Friday model. I like the Friday model better, but everything's been coming out Wednesdays well, I don't, lately. I don't know if it's going forward Fridays or if it's just the first one. Well, I don't know. It would make sense that they would move them all to Friday, but maybe, maybe you're right. I mean, I don't understand why they would move two of them to Friday and then not the other ones to Friday. I don't know. I wonder if IMDb is up to date on it. So May 27th and then June 8th. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but is June 8th a Friday or is that a Wednesday? Yeah. Um, can I'm I just looking. say June 8th say is a Wednesday. Yeah. So it's going to be Wednesdays after that. So they are taking a week off. They're doing May 27th and then they're taking the week of my birthday off. Lame. I don't get an Obi-Wan episode in the week of my birthday. And then, uh, yeah, every Wednesday after that. Oh, wow. Wow. I prefer the Friday model. I like yeah, both. Friday, Friday was cool. and it was I had nice nothing to, to watch. Week. It was nice to end my week with a Star Wars. Or yeah, but the, that weekend is bad because that's Phoenix Comic Con weekend. So most likely you're going to be at Comic Con that day. Which one? Friday, <laughs> the 27th, when it premieres. That's the weekend of Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, I'm going to be watching Obi Wan. I'll be late to Comic Con. Not Definitely. if I'm driving you. <laughs> Well, I'm watching it in your car then. I'm not. I'm watching Obi Wan. Um, I just want to touch on something real quick. So, Eternal Sunshine. As long as it's not yourself. <laughs> Eternal Eternal Sunshine was had a budget of twenty million and only made thirty four million domestically. That's not a successful movie. Just yeah. wanted to touch on that real quick. Okay, I remember during the Couch Crunchers days, Lance, you would say, "Oh." We always talk about box office numbers. It's so boring. And now what are you doing? Stop talking well, about it. What well, else, what else would you say? Because I brought up the critic thing, and you guys are, I don't listen to I didn't so say the only thing. other thing you bring up is the money thing. <laughs> I didn't say a thing. I don't know. What's next? I, oh, yeah, yeah, like Star Wars. <laughs> Kenobi's moving. Two days. Moving on up. Kenobi. Let's do it. Let's talk Morbius. We've been waiting. Okay, so let me preface this by saying it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> but I don't think it deserves the vitriol that Matt was trying to give it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a I don't think 16% is a very fair. Well, those are the critic ratings. The audience score is That has to be 60... the lowest rated comic book movie maybe with the No. The Fantastic 4. This... That's this pretty movie, low, dude. This have you seen this yet, Ish? I have not. He has not. This movie, I'm not Reminds me of like the '90s superhero movies. It's very dated. It's very yes. dated. Yes, and like, not in a good way. Like none of the stuff. Like the stuff with Spider-Man you see in the trailer. The stuff. Are we doing with, spoilers? We. We can if you don't want us. Are you planning to see it, dude? You uh, no, I want know. an for the vulture. Apparently, okay, well, just I'll give that to you. Garbage. Well, here, all the stuff you see in the trailer with him walking past the, the Spider-Man poster with murder—that's not, not in the movie. The stuff with the vulture being like, "Hey, Doc," not in the movie. Like a lot of the stuff that's in the trailer is not in the movie. 
Yeah, so there's several. But they're, there's... Say, but they're saying it's not a multiverse vulture. It is the MCU. It is the MCU vulture. Yes. And that makes, does it make sense? No. So, yes. No, it doesn't. No, no. Yes. yes, it does. It's easy. No, because if you watch the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, it makes absolutely no sense. They all got right. sent back to their universes. Why the hell is he still there? So I'll, I'll spoil the after credit scene because it's already online when you talk about it. So basically it's, you see like the the skies open up purple like it does at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. And then in a jail cell, the vulture automatically appears in a jail in the jail cell there. And he his only his line is, I hope the grub is better in this joint. Yeah, that was a dumb That's line. That's it. So he's not actually then, in the movie then. Right. No, well, then after credits. later on, okay. Morbius, who they just spent an hour and a half trying to turn into this anti this this like hero, trying to take a, a Spider-Man villain and turn him into a hero is driving down the road and he pulls off in the desert and then the vulture comes flying in with Stark tech, which how did he get the Stark tech after it was destroyed in Spider-Man? How did he get the Stark tech with in a this new, universe with a new helmet? His, yeah. To make his wingsuit with a new helmet. And he says, thanks for meeting me, doc. And he says, let's try to Let's, how about me and you do some good. And Morbius he says, says, I have, I have a feeling this is all because of Spider-Man. So yeah. who, how does Morbius know who the hell Spider-Man is? And then he says, Ooh, that's intriguing. And that's what, that's it. That's it. After yeah. scene. So it makes no sense. It, it contradicts everything that happened at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. So th- those are the worst. I think the, the after credits are the worst part of this movie because I don't think they make sense. Really once, once Doctor Strange casts his spell, once Doctor Strange casts his spell, he should have been thrown back into his in his appropriate universe. Maybe. No, like not all I'm maybe. saying is maybe. Yes. Yes, what? maybe. Because we don't know everything yet. But everything in No Way Home is all the whole reason for No Way Home is that all these entities are coming into this universe after this Peter Parker because they've been unmasked and they know he's Spider-Man. Yeah, Th- no, this I is get the that. only character that's been thrust out of that universe into this universe. And I know the director of this movie has come out and said, we're going to find out who this universe's Spider-Man is. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be Andrew Garfield. I really that's hope That's what so. I'm thinking too. And that- that's the only reason, that's the only reason why it makes sense. They removed that scene from the trailer, from the movie, because in the, the scene from the trailer shows Toby oh, McGuire's Peter Parker. I mean, and that could have very. I read that that's, even Photoshop. that that image is taken directly from the Spider-Man video game, and it's actually not from any of the movies. But it's I think you're suit. right. But it's the Toby suit. I think you're right. So to build, so they're going to give you a Sinister Six movie. By the way, the greasy much... Jared Leto comment. <laughs> yeah, they're going to give you the the Sinister Six movie. That's pretty much been established, but it's not going to be in the MCU because they literally pulled Vulture out of the MCU into this universe to try to give you that that movie so to team are up. Are we going to get like a new ASM verse then? Yeah, that's what they're trying to build. Sony, and I, um, the, and I think the, like, the Twitter campaign to bring Andrew Garfield back has been strong. So now Sony sees that, and Sony's always been one about, you know, trying to grab a buck when they can. They see the dollar signs on the wall that people want Andrew Garfield. I kind of want them to do what the, what the Spider-Verse movies are doing and just kind of bring them in occasionally. Like... We saw the trailer for the new Spider-Verse movie and, and, and uh, Spider-Gwen is able to come through the rift and hang out with, with uh, Miles Morales. And why, can't, why, do we ha- why do we have to have two separate Spider-Man universes? I, I just don't. I don't. 
Because Sony doesn't want to give up ownership. That's why. I'm intrigued to see what you guys liked about this movie. Because, like, Jared Leto, I thought Jared Leto looked good in the beginning of the movie. I was intrigued, but it just goes downhill quick. And I thought he did fine. I thought, the, and I thought Matt Smith did. Was he Matt greasy? Smith, no. No. I don't think so. No. I thought he did fine. Uh, I thought Matt Smith did fine. Matt Smith looks like he's having a lot of fun. That's true. He did. Look the like entire movie. The entire movie is very predictable. I agree you, with that. Figure out where it's going really quick. Yep. There are some lines in it that are extremely corny. Um, that really, if you're a professional screenwriter, you should take a little bit more pride in your work, in my opinion. That's the point I was trying to make last night with you, Max. Yeah. I don't. But just extremely corny stuff i have an issue so the beginning of the movie is set he he's goes to costa rica he uh sets up this net thing catches all these vampire bats brings them back to new york right the end of the movie it, and i'm okay to get into spoilers sure okay so he, i mean ish I'm, is that I'm, all right I'm, yeah i'm fine we usually so, spoil things so he, and this is a movie most people don't care about yeah, so he brings he brings probably a hundred to two hundred vampire bats back to New York so he can test them and figure out this this cure for this rare disorder, the uh, chromosome disorder that he has, right? And at the end of the movie, suddenly he's able to call a five million bats into the subway to defeat Matt Smith. Are you telling me within seconds all these bats flew from Costa Rica? That's what Aaron said. She turns to me and goes, "There's no way he brought that many bats." Then goes, <laughs> and it's so bad that he literally—if you're a fighting game fan, you're gonna get this analogy, or an anime fan, I'll do it both ways. He charges up and hadoukens bats. Yes, I yeah, thought Dragon Ball Z or Kamehameha's bats. I, I yeah, thought Kamehameha's character. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that is. I laughed out loud when that I happened. thought. Like, yeah, I thought that was pretty dumb too. I was like. Uh, what? What's going throws on? Throws these bats at these guys, and then the guy, the guy, like previous to to calling all these bats, he's like on his deathbed. Essentially, he's dying. The bats fly in and somehow rejuvenate him, and yeah, he's able to like, fly through the air. That didn't seem like a bats. stretch to me. My only thing is that you're in a vampire movie, and there's like no blood in this movie at all. <laughs> it would have been better, R. Dude's I getting was thinking that. like attacked. Yep. There's no blood, like. When he gets when he gets cut or when the, like the doctor gets slashed, there's blood. Or when she like gives him his her blood, that's it. But like he he creates this synthetic blood, so it's blue. Like it's like they were like, all right, well we got to figure out a way to keep this movie PG thirteen. Let's just make the blood blue. Like you've got yeah. like blood bags, like blood transport bags, and and they're blue, and it's just. I think that's where Sony made the mistake, even with Venom is they should have made this entire thing R-rated. This entire universe. Yes, your mom did more DBZ than the end of Man of Steel. (laughs) They should have made the entire universe um, R-rated because Venom feels watered down. Now Morbius feels watered down. Kraven the Hunter is probably going to feel watered down. And it might have been cool to see Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in an R-rated universe. And then if you want to bring him in, if you want to bring him into... Uh, Tom Holland's universe periodically, you know, you can you can water him down a little bit there, and I think people be okay with it. But it kind the whole thing with Andrew Garfield's universe is Spider Man. the The two movies that he did was supposed to be a darker take on Spider Man. They could have kept that going, 
made it R-rated, made this whole thing connect, made their own universe. And I think I would have liked it a lot more if this movie was truly the horror movie that they were trying to sell. The, the other thing, like, is this movie very much follows the same formula as Venom. And I think with these movies, the lack of Spider-Man is sh- shows. Yes. Because Venom, he's fighting another symbiote that's not Carnage in the first one. And then he's fighting Carnage in the second. So all he's doing is fighting is fighting symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Morbius. It's he's Fights fighting another, another himself. Yeah, he's fighting a, basically another version of himself. It's like the, the the clear inclusion of Spider-Man that's missing from this is very evident. And I think it hurts these films a lot. This film being pushed so many times, like I, this was supposed to come out what last year? was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, right? And it just keeps getting pushed and it pushed and pushed and pushed. And like the special effects are bad in it. Even the CGI in it is bad. In 2022 or 20, whenever this movie, 2019, whatever, when we're at the peak of CGI, why is CGI so bad in this? The fight scenes, you can't even tell what's going on. You just see a lot of like them going back and forth. Purple and streaks and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like him flying, like it's like he can only glide. Like I like the whole, f- whole fact that he flies on like the airstream, but he can mm-hmm. only like glide for so long. And, and how it, come like, the other one can't? He looks how, like Nightcrawler. It, how, his power yes. set looks exactly like Nightcrawler's. Yeah, he almost X-Men looks movie. like he's transporting at yes. times. Like, but Matt Smith is, is supposed to be the same. Uh, you know, have the same powers. Doesn't fly once in this movie. <laughs> Ever. Why do all these? Why do they have to have love interests? Like, not all of these movies have to have this this love interest character. Yeah, but tr- never mind the fact that this woman just saw Jared Leto kill nine guys on a boat <coughs> and then right. wants to make out with them, or or you know cuts her finger and Jared Leto starts freaking. Which I thought those scenes were cool of him trying to like um uh suppress his his hunger, his like desires yes. or whatever kind of like a shark in the water type thing and it and it sees the morbius face keep flashing through like i thought that was actually pretty cool cool idea yeah but my my issue with that is the movie runtime was so short that they had that scene where he smells the blood and he's like having to fight fight himself and then he goes and runs into another character who's covered in blood and he's totally fine just chit-chatting with the guy and then he runs into another character who's covered in blood and just chit-chats with him i'm like but like literally 10 minutes ago in the movie, you were like struggling with a yeah, drop. It's only an hour and a half. It's, it's... <laughs> why is he chit chatting with people covered in blood? What? Chit chatting. I'm just, I'm trying. I know we said spoilers, but I'm trying to keep some things vague. Okay. A right. character, a character. That's what you paid in this picture. <laughs> chit chatting is the wrong term. He, a he character approaches... that he's close to it gets nearly, gets nearly killed by the bad character. Jared Leto runs over there. He dies essentially in Jared Leto's arms. He's covered head to toe in blood, so he's alive. PG thirteen amounts him. of blood. Yes, he, he's and Jared Leto's just like calming him to death, essentially. But he's not having these like, oh, I'm gonna drink your blood, you know, uh, hunger, they, you know, pains. I don't know what you would call it, but I don't know. The movie First. is very inconsistent. It's very inconsistent. I think it's but, funny that it's like an hour and a half runtime, and at one point I turned to Aaron and said, this movie feels longer than the Batman. Like This movie felt like it was never going to end for me. And I felt the same like I was length sitting as Carnage. For, I felt like I was sitting in there for three and a half hours. 
Yeah, it 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 just feels like a a movie that came out 15 years ago, probably even longer, around the time that Fantastic Four came out and Blade and and all those other things, and just feels done. It just and Venom felt that same way. Venom just feels like a movie that's been created before, and that I, no one really needed, right? And Craven the Hunter is going to feel that way because Sony just doesn't understand these characters. I, at one point, turned to Max and I said, when is Apple going to buy Sony so that Marvel can have 100% control of these characters? Well, they're also not giving these projects to filmmakers who have even a modicum of vision, right? No. It seems like they're just yes-men, you know, do it, do it under budget, on time, you know, it make sure the stars like, don't lose control. It seems like they're making these, these movies to sell merch. Which we had that conversation. That too, a, yeah, to make a, a dollar, ago. but yeah, I mean, you look to at the Batman, and, and they gave it, they gave it to Matt Reeves, and he really, you know, that's a movie that Matt Reeves made, right? But Morbius, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I can't even. I don't even remember the director's name. Well, all of Marvel is doing that. They're trying to give these these projects to to directors that actually like these characters. I mean, John Favreau is the whole reason why the Marvel universe exists because he had a love for Iron Man. Right, but it's or more James than just Gunn. a love for the characters, like cinematic vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. To make a movie that's just not just some a product well, that's think, put out there. And I think Jared Leto looks amazing as as Morbius when he's transformed. He looks like the character. He looks really good, but it just man, the rest of the movie just does not save that. I no I have a feeling. I have a feeling that that was something that was important to him after the vitriol that he got from the Joker. <laughs> But to say that this is Marvel's worst movie ever is is not correct. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that statement. What's worse, the two Venom movies? No, honestly, I think I'd run, I have more fun watching the Venom fire. movies than I, I have more fun Carnage. watching the Venom movies than I had watching this. I would, would give this watch movie Morbius or Electra. <sighs> <sighs> Morbius, That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, probably Morbius. Would you rather watch Morbius or The Incredible Hulk? What the Eric Bana one? No, The Incredible Hulk. The, no, the Edward, Norton. Edward Norton. Oh, Incredible Hulk, all day. Are you talking about the Ed Norton one or the Eric Bana one? Ed Norton one, yeah. I love the Edward Norton one. <laughs> I'd rather watch it. Yeah, I like that one. I like it a lot. In fact, I was one of the people that that said they shouldn't have fired him. And then Mark Ruffalo came in and was actually really good. So I kind of ate my words a little bit. But uh, this movie is better than the than the Fantastic Four reboot, hands down. Yeah. Fantastic I mean, Four reboot is god-awful. This one actually has somewhat of a coherent storyline until the end credit scene. <laughs> I mean, is, you can follow... Is you can follow better from- than Joss Whedon's Justice League? No. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. I'd rather watch that than Morbius again. No, I would not. It's not better than Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I also didn't really like. But I would rather watch that over this. But better than Joss Whedon's? Yes. Joss Whedon's is... Is Morbius better than Twilight? I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I'd rather watch Twilight, honestly. Oh, all right. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Um, it's definitely better than Electro. It's definitely better Matt, than Fantastic Four. Morbius what? or Hudson Hawk? 
<laughs> Morbius. Ah, don't do it. <laughs> Dude, Hudson Hawk is just not a good movie. Would you rather watch the second Ghost Rider or this? Oh, dude, Spirit of Vengeance is awesome. Oh, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> that movie's awful. The first one I actually like. The second one is awful. Dude, just the, the over-the-topness of it is what makes it awesome. I think the second one had a better transformation. Yeah. When he does the transformation in the second one, it's kind of scary. Does Donnell Log, Long, I don't know how you say his name, does he die in the first one? Log, yes. Log. Yeah, I liked that movie up until he's not in it. <laughs> and then the rest of it could have just been thrown out. And then the second movie could have, because he wasn't in that one either. Well, like, and let's talk about Tyrese. Why was Tyrese even in this movie? I know. <laughs> not that hey, I'm did not you saying see that Jay? Against... Did you say Jay was in this movie? Yeah, I did. <laughs> like, dude, I, I originally, like, they literally make him the the Marvel's version, like, discount version of the Batman. So much so that they even got a guy who looks like Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Like, the, the J character looks like Commissioner Gordon. I don't understand why they needed the both of them. I don't. Dude, Tyrese did nothing. <laughs> they could And have. I saw that, that joke about where he's going like, to look at the, the video footage. He's like, yeah, don't worry about moving. I was like, dude, that's, that's not even like a joke. Tyrese hasn't done anything in this movie. <laughs> Like, that's not a knock against Tyrese, but, like, literally, not saying that he's a bad actor, but it's like, literally, he does nothing in this movie. I thought this movie was better than Dark Phoenix. Or The Last Stand. I don't know about that, man. See, I like The Last Stand. I like Last Stand. I don't hate it. I don't love yeah, it. I, don't I, don't like like it. I like it. Magneto lifts the Golden Gate like... Bridge. That's fucking badass. There's some cool scenes in The Last Stand. But as far as a coherent storyline is, it is not. But I don't know. I don't, Dude, know. I I don't gave, think it's an incoherent storyline. I don't know. And it's been a while since I've seen that movie, <laughs> Wolverine Origins. This we get to see Cyclops die. Well, we don't see him die, but <laughs> yeah, you just see his glasses on a on a riverbed. <laughs> it's very satisfying. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I think there's worse movies. A 16% tomato meter. I'd probably say it should be closer to like a 30%. Is it's this a movie like that I'm going to... Is this a movie that... Go- yeah. Yeah, I would put it in the same category as, as Batman versus Superman. It's Which definitely I've seen, not a movie I'm going to run out and see again. Or- yeah, I've I watched Batman versus Superman, I think, three times once in theaters and then and then casually at the house that's probably where this movie sits i have no desire to ever see batman versus superman again but i don't know the audience score is way too generous at 65 percent yeah i mean i i think i think it's a movie well, I think without a change, we should like look at these numbers on Monday. You know what I mean? After it's gotten a full weekend. Yeah, who knows? It could it be Marvel fanboys that are just giving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, it, my problem with a lot of these movies, Venom, Morbius, most of the Sony movies that they're coming out with, is just, it just treats the audience as if they're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it, I feel like 
with some of the Marvel movies, not all the Marvel movies, but with some of the Marvel movies, they actually try to put a element of um, cerebralness to it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like No Way Home, like ke- kind of kept you guessing and things like that. Like these very linear storylines that that don't have any any complexity to it just makes me as an audience member feel stupid because it's way too easy to predict just the whole the whole from start to finish you know where this movie is going i just and i don't understand their fetish with like trying to take these villains and make them the main focus of of movies like i think this movie would have been so much better if they would have had craven the hunter as the bad guy and as morbius transforms and he's killing all these people craven is hunting him like, yeah, but then you then you make one of them a good guy and one of them a bad guy, and then it completely takes like that's been my issue. Why would Morbius or Venom fight Spider Man? Why? <laughs> and if they make Craven a good guy, why is he gonna go fight Spider Man if Spider Man is also a good guy? Like that's always been my issue. I wanna see the Venom that wants to kill Spider Man. I wanna see the Morbius that wants to go fight Spider Man. And right now, it it does not make sense of why that would happen. Unless Spider Man went out and, you know, made fun of their wife's hair or something. I have no idea. It's just these movies do not need to exist. Well, I don't know. Essentially Venom is just nothing more than the Venom symbiote is nothing more than a scorned girlfriend because he loves the power that Spider Man possessed and he wants to he wants it back. His whole goal is to try to get back to Yeah, so you Peter have to Park. essentially have a whole movie. You have to have a whole movie of where Peter has the Ven- Venom symbiote like Spider-Man 3 was and then gets rid of it and then the next movie it could be Venom wanting to kill Spider-Man or get that body back. But you can easily fix that with Tobey Maguire or not Tobey Maguire but Andrew Garfield because he says in No Way Home he talks about one time where he almost lost control and beat someone to death. Well, you yeah, but he never have him do that in the black suit. Yeah, but he says in that same breath that he's never encountered an alien before. True. Yeah, that's true. But, so I don't, I don't know. Well, unless you don't, they don't. Unless they go. Technically, a workaround to that would be going the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man route because Ultimate Spider-Man, the name of it is not an alien; it's created <clears throat> in a lab. So, Was it created in a lab in the first Venom movie, or did they find it? On a- I think they found it. I it know came, there's there's a lab. It at came some from point. outer space. Shit it did come yeah. from outer space. Yeah, outer space. I haven't I haven't watched the first Venom movie in so long. Yeah. Um, Matt, I do want to touch on a point you made about the CGI, and 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 I tried to make this point to Matt in the theater. Even the part with the purple rift in the sky is nowhere near as good as it is in Spider Man. It looks very mm-hmm. two dimensional. It looks very flat. Um, in Spider-Man, it looked like it was it was actually in the sky. This looks like somebody just used like a. You remember those overhead projectors where it had those clear like someone just put put a put a picture of of a blue rift in this like it wasn't yeah it good just looks like it just like overlaid it on there yeah like it it looks like it's not really like it was really bad CGI, and then the end credit scene with. Morbius driving the car and going out there to meet Venom. First of all, Vulture. why did or Vulture? Why did Vulture reach out to Morbius? Why is Morbius driving a car? 
Why does it look like a Lincoln commercial? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, how does Morbius know who Spider-Man is? Why would he want to team up with a guy that's that's obviously not a good guy? There, there's so many questions there, and so much that doesn't make sense. And why is Venom there in the in the first place? Because Doctor Strange's spell was supposed to send him, send everybody back. Vulture. To their Vulture. I keep saying Venom. I'm sorry. I mean Vulture. Why is he even there? It just doesn't make. I think. Well, any we already sense. know. It's pretty much a given that this movie and Venom are in the same universe because he literally says, "I am Venom." And oh yeah, and then they reference the, the uh, San Francisco thing in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Jay's character. So, I that but, guy looks so much like like Jay. Like yes, from he does. the hair to the glasses to everything. I didn't tell Jay that because I, I I didn't want to offend him. <laughs> but it is. But Jay. what? So what? I mean, I haven't given we haven't given Max a chance to say why he liked this movie. I'm good. <laughs> why you don't you don't want to say why you like the movie i just don't like when the podcast goes four hours i've been worried that if i say it's good not things, four hours gonna... it's 228 so, i know uh i i didn't um uh, i just i went in with exceptionally low expectations Me too. and i know and i know nothing about morbius really other than that he's a vampire I've never read anything about the character early. So I just went in trying to be entertained and I was kind of, um, I don't need to see a sequel of this. I'm not interested in a sequel. The character was okay. So like if this is an Andrew Garfield universe and you know, he's part of the sinister six or something cool. Um, I hate this whole thing. Sony's doing with their villain movies though, where they're good guys. It's like, well, they're not villains then. It's just weird. Um, I liked the, the first half of the movie. I liked better than the second half. I like all the science stuff. I liked his like artificial blood thing. I liked the, you know, the first reveal when he becomes Morbius. Um, I really liked that scene on like the, the um, boat. Like, and that's where I wish it would have been rated R because when he's killing all those guys on the boat, it was pretty cool, but Felt it would have been better. Sam Raimi that part. Yeah. It would have like been way Doc better. Ock going and was... killing all the, all the yeah, he, nurses and stuff. He should have been ripping people's limbs off. And like, we should have seen a lot more blood. And, um, it was cool though. So I, I liked that. And then beyond that, I actually thought Matt Smith's character was not good. Um, I thought he was, yeah, he looked like he was having fun, but I thought he was really silly and stupid. Um, I could get over I didn't, the fact that he's wearing a suit and new balance. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this guy is supposed to be like a billionaire. And he's wearing sneakers and like a rat yeah. gold suit. Like well, that's what billionaires I, do. I don't. It was bad, dude. Bill <laughs> Gates always sneakers and like this ill-fitting <sighs> jacket. But Bill Gates is in his sixties. So at the end of the day, here's what what it is for me. There was some okay action. The story wasn't great, but I enjoyed Leto's performance. I overall enjoyed my time at the movie theater. Was it a great movie? Absolutely not. I just, I enjoyed it for um, popcorn and spectacle. That's it. I can respect that. Yeah, it was. It was, was a good excuse to go to the movie. Our exchange last night, and you were like, "No, it wasn't a." Good, oh, he was. He was. Movie. He was, was trolling like, you. He was. Yeah, trolling. I, was, I, was like, I was trolling. He said as he was typing the text that he was trolling you. 
<laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt, as we got out of the theater, I saw a text from Matt. He's saying, he said, Morbius was not good. And I said, correct. It was great. <laughs> no, it's it's just very predictable. And I'm, and I'm, oh, it was super predictable. And as I soon as like... I saw more serum, I was like, oh, his friend's going to take that. He's going to be the bad guy. Like, it was so predictable. Yeah. When, when, uh, when these movies are predictable, I just think they they don't think very highly of their audience. Like that's that's what I can't. It was get over. edited poorly. It was too short. There was a lot of things about it that were just not really good. But I just you know I had fun watching a movie. Dolby Dolby Cinema is always a nice thing. You paid to go see this movie in Dolby. Well, no. I have AMC, so no. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I say, did, but part night. of my Jay did. Desert Ridge. <laughs> No, it, uh, it Mesa, Stapley, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love it. It's like an hour eight. drive for us. I, I really do, too. I just wish the seats were better. Yeah. Fat Cats has the best seats in all of movie theaters. I yeah, say, good seats. night. You paid that. No, thank you. No, we pay the $20 a month, so essentially, if we see three movies this month, it washes this one out. <laughs> there you go. I guess we're going to skip the end credit tier list this week. Yeah. Again push it to next week uh do my top five comics real quick run through here this week it wasn't a big week for me um number five teenage mutant Ninja turtles 127 the uh reveal of venus Milo. uh who's dr jasper barlow and his as a friend or foe as the team nt regroup from their battle with the punk frogs the doctor makes some the our heroes and offers their mutant basically teenage mutant ninja turtles but they're frogs so the um, battle toads essentially yeah <laughs> make our heroes an offer they can't refuse basically it's this like doctor who's into like gene splicing and a uh, way back donatello got his shell smashed in by bebop and rocksteady and now he's got like this um artificial shell on and he talks about how he never feels comfortable in his own skin anymore even though he should and uh the doctor offers to um basically put him in his own body and and he talks about how he's taken parts from other mutants to make to basically fix um issues and regrow natural tissue and then they show uh venus de milo sitting there in the chair and all these other like turtle empty shell turtles that they've tried to experiment on and her all frankenstein together so that was our first look at venus de milo Um, yep um, is this Eastman and Laird title. both did this? No, just Eastman. Just yeah, Eastman. Just Eastman. Eastman and and, and and he's more sort of like a consultant on the book. He's not actually doing. He I does like they, the B cover for it. I thought they like made up and stuff, and they were doing stuff together. Now is that That's the they were Ronin. the last Ronin? Yeah, which the last Ronin has probably been the most celebrated series. It's been of super in a good. Long time. The only problem is it's like you're getting like four months, five months in between issues. Yeah. And then like the fifth issue comes out at the end of June or at the end of uh, April. Yeah. Which so, I'm just waiting to read any of them until they're all out. Cause this is the uh, last issue coming up, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 My number four was uh miles Morales, Spider-Man 36. Uh, basically we're getting back into the multiverse mile, uh, millions of miles from home miles and shift, which is one of his clones from the clone saga are lost in the multiverse and uh thanks to the 
assessor could be a one-way trip miles will risk everything to find his uncle um basically he's going looking for his uncle aaron the prowler in he, they're time jumping so they go back in time to like the wild wild west and they find they're like run into like an ancestor of rhinos oh do they see they will run smith? into no they don't see will smith <laughs> they run into um like t'challa an ancestor t'challa is like the sheriff of the this like wild west town and and stuff so it was interesting Does this feature a new stuff. suit yeah that looks different suit someone said that this debuts like a new black ago. suit that um not the suit on the cover but he stole like, uh he stole new... harley quinn's uh tights no i don't believe there's a new suit in it okay it's not harley quinn's pantsuit <laughs> sure lance why not um <laughs> surprise for me Asshole. of the week batman <laughs> beyond the white knight um this a lot has changed in 10 reviews. years especially in gotham batman aka bruce wayne Maybe behind bars, but the real criminals are still out there. Gotham's Motor CEO Derek Powers has seized control of the Wayne family assets and is using them to transform the GTO and the cities they've sworn to protect. Crime is down, but at what cost? The new Batman has emerged in the city, and only Bruce is fully aware of the da- dangers to come. It's time to destroy the mantle for good, but he'll need one of his forgotten sons' help to do so. Enter Jason Todd, the first Robin. Which, yeah, so this is like kind of a Elseworld or what I would call Elseworld or what if storyline where, like, uh, I want to say like the first one, the Batman White Knight, the like the Joker was a good guy. Yeah, um, it's like the White Knight verse. Yeah, Joker was a good guy. Harley Quinn's good. Batman's in jail. Uh, Terry McGinnis has got the new bat suit, but you don't know who's helping him. I'm, I'm assuming it's Damien. Um, Tim Drake kind of worked for like the head of the police force and Jason Todd was actually the first Robin instead of Tim Drake. So, which speaking of, did you guys see that? So I, I never saw this before, but the Robin that the first Robin in Zack Snyder's universe was Jason Todd. <clears throat> that both, yeah. both Zack Snyder and David and Ayers came out and said it was Jason. Yeah. Todd, well, not cause Dick they Casey. use that stupid, like, Death in the family storyline. Um, leftover Zaggy says the criminal is a fudged prince for this and a second print already. Yeah, well, the I want to say the artist or the writer came out in social media and said like there was an issue with the printer and that the first print, the A cover was drastically underprinted and that it's gonna sell out and it's gonna go for big money. So like it jumped up on eBay, but I didn't have a problem finding get the A cover. Like there yeah, was we got we got our there. complete order. We had no issues, but I did hear some stores were selling it for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's because it was going into going for twenty to thirty bucks on eBay <clears throat> the day it came out. But it's a fun it's a fun story. I know Corbin really liked it. Kyle Kyle really liked it. Of course, um, Corbin liked it. It has Batman in it. I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> it's it's if you're I mean if you want a different it's take getting on really Batman, solid uh, reviews across the board. The White Knight series is really good. I know. I just any chance to tease Corvin, I'll take it. <laughs> Number two, Spider Man, uh the end of the Beyond saga. I've really liked this saga. Some people haven't, but I've really liked the the return of Ben Riley. Um, the big final of Beyond. Spider Man versus Spider Man. Not a bad it it wasn't a bad ending, it was fairly predictable. You just know that Ben would end up being the next Spider Man. And that Peter would have some kind of falling out. So they have essentially 
they start fighting because Peter's coming back as being Spider-Man and Ben is Spider-Man and they kind of go through this like Ben's having this whole like identity crisis thing and then he kind of disappears and dies and then comes back as a new villain called Chasm which is like it, it's like essentially the Spider-Man costume but it's all purple it's pretty cool um, so I thought they were going to reveal Ben Riley finally as Kindred I yeah but that's Harry Osborn though <laughs> I just can't. Can I show you guys something? I just opened my new subscription box for Funko. Look at this fucking shirt they gave me. I can't see it. I'm not single. I'm saving myself for Thor. What? Enjoy wearing that. Yeah. Where where's the Funko on it? <laughs> this seems like something somebody made out of their fucking house. It's bad, but I enjoyed oh, my no time idea. with Beyond back with Spider Ben Riley. Um, but we're getting a brand new. It's, do you know if this is going back to to biweekly or is it still going to be a weekly title? Um, actually, that's a good question. I don't know. Because I know we're getting a whole new creative team and a whole new number one. Well, is it um, a whole new I, team? It's just, it's going to be Jim Zub again. Yeah. Well, and um, Ramita Junior's coming back. That's right, Ramita Junior. Which I'm not psyched about that because his. Art I hope been... this is not like action comics, Ramita Junior. Well, I'm hoping it's not kick. Yeah, kick ass. Like he hasn't been able to kick that kick ass art style. Uh, number one for me was Dark Ages Six. I loved this storyline. Like I'm so like sad it's over. Uh, all the sacrifices made on the day the world went dark could be for nothing if Apocalypse has its way. Some of the greatest minds on the planet have been enslaved. Uh, by the tyrant and are working on a plan that could end the in annihilation will our heroes fighting for their loved ones and lost ones be able to stop apocalypse and his forces or could the world end again did you did you check this out ish no but i will read the trade when it comes out Um, we sold out we sold out so fast out of like issue one and two i just i literally missed the boat i didn't pull it from i've loved this storyline so much in just kind of the different ways um they they use these characters and kind of like. The... I feel like this is almost Marvel's answer to uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, and that this but... probably should have gone twelve issues instead of six. Yeah, and I like the. Uh... Is that a venomized Miles Morales? It is. Yes, he's got both Venom and Carnage symbiote combined. That's really cool. Look at this one. It's him dancing. Baron Zemo. The dancing. Oh, place. nice. Where'd you get that? It's the Amazon. Oh, the pop box. Yeah, every two months I get a new box. That shirt sucks, dude. No, I'm super pissed about the shirt. Yeah, and like Miles has a good story about him and Venom finding each other and wandering through this world together, and they're trying to stop Apocalypse, and like Purple Man is using... Uh, his abilities to control like all the big scientists to try to help like apocalypse has basically this big entity this new entity went off and emp'd all the technology so it sends them back into the dark ages and they're using um magneto as a, a way to make energy again so like all their like peter parker goes back to like steampunk uh days for his web shooters and Everyone's kind of got like this old technology, like steampunk old technology, yeah, to 
to do their stuff and they're using apocalypse is using magneto to make electricity to kind of like rebuild the world and he's kind of use magneto to put his his consciousness in this entity to try to obliterate everyone and he's got tone purple man's got like um steven strange not steven strange but uh reed richards tony stark pretty much every like great scientific mind in the marvel universe trying to work on this and he needed he needs animantium to to try and make this transfer work so he's got un- apocalypse wolverine underground like just slashing away at the ground and he actually takes cyclops down there and has a prisoner cyclops and they force cyclops to remove his beam to kill wolverine to be able to use his animantium skull to build this this shield and the way that it kind of break Deadpool kind of like luck of the draw breaks the the Purple Man curse by shooting him in the head. So it's it's been a really good book. Um, the if the trade comes out, I say definitely pick it up. If you can get your hands on the for you know all the issues, I say definitely check it out. It's been one of my favorite reads. It looks like Zaggy's liked it too, but it's been yeah. one of my favorite reads in a long, long time. The story sounds awesome. I read the first one and then I kind of fell off, but I enjoyed what I read. You find them all online, but that's. I wish I, I wish I'd I'm... grab the first couple issues. Oh shit! I forgot we were reviewing this. <laughs> I love Moon Knight, dude. I loved Episode One. Yeah, I'm really annoyed with the stuff that they were saying about the show, how it felt like disjointed and stuff, and I think that that's what makes it awesome. <laughs> that's the whole point. That's the whole point, right? It's supposed to be disjointed. Now, what I'm really bummed about is they said it's only six episodes. I, I wish they would do some longer seasons. And apparently episode four is like the big episode. Yeah, and that's they released the first four episodes to um, the press. So the press, a lot of the press has already seen the first four episodes. That sucks. Yeah, I thought it was great, man. I thought Oscar Isaac was I can get awesome. an invite to a stupid Nick Cage movie, but I can't get an invite to see the first four episodes of Moon Knight early. Disney's <laughs> hard, man. Disney Disney goes through a company called uh, Fingerprint or... Finger looking good? Finger bang? <laughs> no, banging they, into my life? They use all these, uh, they use all these uh, promotional companies, and it's hard to get into the company that Disney uses. Yeah. No, dude, yeah. Oscar Isaac, though, he did such a great job. Like, I... Uh, the duality in all of this and the you know doesn't he doesn't he have um like multiple personality disorder yeah yeah yes and we know that there's i don't know if they well, currently there's only two but in the, in the i thought there was three. In the, there's three in the comics there's three but i don't think they've no there's three, three in the yet. show too there's the main one that he is there's mark specter i think there's seven in the comic yeah there oh, well like, wow. it, yeah in the show, there's three. It's the one who's on the narrating, read, them, which is the, which is the Egyptian god. There's Mark Spector, which is the guy, the the Moon Knight version of him. Oh, and so then, the the voice that's telling him to like give up control to Mark is one of his personalities. The yeah. the Venom voice. Yeah. Oh, I thought, you guys not I think that? I thought that, that, that was like Liam Neeson talking to Venom. Yeah. I did get There's slight Venom Abel. vibes. But I thought I didn't I got realize big that was one time of his personalities. That. I my that wife, like, my wife, literally, I watched the first episode with her, and she said, "Is Venom in the show?" <laughs> I said, "No, babe, that's not Venom." <laughs> it does definitely give off the same vibes because yeah. isn't don't his powers come from like an Egyptian god? Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. So that's what I was thinking because I'd done a little bit of research on Moon Knight. I thought that that voice was the Egyptian god. Now, how are they going to explain the different suits? Because there's like three different Moon Knight suits that they're going to use in this show. Because we've seen promo images of of like three or four different. I think Moon there's Knight only suits. two. There's this one, and then there's Mister. I think it's Mister. Is it Mister Moon or Mister Knight? The one where he's in the white suit with like the Baron Zemo mask. I thought there was a third one. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, see. and like Zaggy just said, it he he came out and said that he does not have a multi multi picture deal with to play Moon Knight. Well, hopefully, people like this enough that uh, that doesn't. He'll probably the case. sign on for more. Really... He was just probably trying to take the apocalypse, uh, or not apocalypse. Um, is it apocalypse? X-Men? Yeah, he was apocalypse. Yeah, he was apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, he probably doesn't want to sign on for more in case this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I really I liked uh, Ethan Hawke and his character. Yeah. That was very intriguing. You know, yeah, Ethan's, a real like real villainous villainous snarl. That do I you think know Ethan Hawke signed on without without reading a script, without knowing anything about it. Oscar Isaac met him for coffee and begged him to do it, and Ethan Hawke was like, "Okay." Next day, he had a deal. He's talking well, about wow. Jimmy Fallon. And that's cool. He said that they he, took such a pathetic villain for him. And actually gave him a little bit of teeth. Yeah, yeah. and well, and I read that it was Ethan that... Hawke came up with, you know, he, they had the cane, and he was questioning why do I have a cane? What's what's my limp? And then and then he came up with the thing that he actually puts glass in his shoes, as like a self. Which are they going to explain why he? It's a, is it supposed to be self punishment? Yeah, it's well, spe- I think he, so, yeah. He, that's what he said. He says a lot of uh, spiritual leaders. You know, mired in their own, you know, conscience and guilt, will do that. Will will self harm. Mm. Interesting, but you know, privately, of course. Yeah, it's a great show, man. I'm I'm so excited for episode two, and and I really and Zaggy, like, man, what they've been doing with this. Zaggy says, "Well, hello." No one says no to Disney yeah, money. There's that too. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Ethan Hawke. This is the same guy that came out and was kind of bashing comic book movies. Was he? And now he's now. Yeah, he was like the first one to do it. Was he? I didn't remember that. Yeah, which I've always liked. He did this movie called. Is it called Predestination? We kind of time travels in it. It's a fucking awesome movie, dude. Ethan Hawke is but- awesome. I liked the first episode. I thought it was intriguing. I, I could see where it could be a little confusing if you don't know sure. anyone about like much about the character. Um, I think it's meant to be confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the I don't know. I wish we got to see a little bit more of him in the, the suit instead of just at the end where he's I agree. the hell out of that monster. But well like in this episode it was clearly meant to be mostly from the Steven personality's point of view. Yeah. And so it's like constantly you know, cutting things out, and then all of a sudden he's like covered in blood, and which and makes me wonder if they're gonna do like each episode from a different personality's point of view. They might, yeah, they might. Because I, I, I think was the Stephen personality how it was. is the Stephen personality is not prominent in the comics. You know, it's it's yeah. Mark Spector. Yeah, they don't start. They don't the start show. with that one. Well, and yeah. isn't Stephen in the comics usually rich? Yes, that's what I was reading. He's like usually a rich guy, but this guy's kind of like yeah. a day to day nobody. Which is probably smart because yeah. there's already the Batman comparisons. So rather than having one of his alter personalities being a super rich guy, Batman comparisons are so ridiculous. 
Yeah, I don't get a lot of Batman vibes from this character, other than that he's got I a cape zero and beats people vibes. to crap. Yeah. That's also the shadow. You know, I don't know. That's that's the weirdest thing in comic book fandom right now is the whole Moon Knight is Batman comparison. Well, he is essentially Marvel's version of Batman. He's rich. Come on. But what did you argue that Iron Man is Marvel's version of Batman? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you to make that but, argument. Well, I mean, because this guy actually has like superpowers, right? Yeah, it's a supernatural yeah. character. Yeah. Nothing more like, yeah. Other than the cape, and one cape is black, the other is white. There's no overlap. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't sense it. I, and I've been hearing that argument for years, and I just didn't feel it. I mean, the only thing is the fact that he's called Moon Knight and the other is called Dark Knight. You know, like there's there's minor things that may be the same, but Iron Man is their Batman. Zaggy says, what about Halo's end this week? The alien human girl gets naked with quite a nice big white butt. Yeah, dude, I wasn't expecting. Um, I thought I thought the Paramount was going to keep that show pretty like. I'm not watching that show. I loved it. Episode. I love that. I love that show. I'm actually I'm excited. Watching now after exposed ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's my checklist um, for sci-fi shows. Exposed ass. Yes, I'm in. Um, <laughs> I'm actually excited for episode three. I, I really like this show. I'm interested in where the story is going to go, but I'm not. There's a reason that, and you probably didn't read the text, Lance, because at the beginning you said we were going to talk about Halo. There's a reason that in our text chain, when Matt said, "Are you talking about Halo tonight?" I said, "No." I don't want to talk about it. It's not that good. Yeah. I love it. Were you going to make a point about Moon Knight-ish before I cut you off? Um, No. Or if I was, I, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to make one point. I thought it was awesome how they it was all Steven's perspective, and then anytime there was a big action scene except for the end, they would cut out. So it left you guessing, and I love that about these Marvel shows that just constantly leave you guessing as to what's what's happening, and and to do it right in the middle of the show, like to not show you things, and be like, oh, dude, like, does he go into the suit? Like, like, what happens in those moments? Or it's I don't know. Yeah, which is weird because it is confusing that the Steven is the dominant personality because, like Ish was saying, Mark in the comics it's Mark Spector and he. Is this big CIA guy, and he basically dies before he gets saved by that Egyptian god to where he gets the Moon Knight. Yeah, that powers, could be so. episode two, I guess. For all we know, yeah, yeah he's gonna he, be like he Boba Fett. Be. Flashbacks, baby. Bakta tank. Oh, no, it no, could. God. It could no, still be no that Boba Mark Fett, is the. <laughs> it, it could still be that Mark is the dominant thing because, I mean, we know that Mark at some point asks out that girl to stake, or somebody yeah. asks out that girl because Steve well, doesn't and, remember it. Steven missed days. Like Mark took over for several days. Yeah. And how and... terrifying would that be, man? And I know that's like a real thing. Like there are people that have that, you know, multiple personality disorder. And it's, that's gotta be pretty terrifying. Yeah, Mariah Carey I, I worked with the guy who had a weird, it wasn't narcolepsy, but he would fall asleep and then like sleep for two weeks. Jeez. What? Wow. Cause he, he went missing from work. He didn't come to work and, course management you know they can't talk about other people's medical conditions and when the guy came back we were kind of buddies and he told me he was like yeah fuck i slept for like two and a half weeks he's like i have this weird 
medical condition. It's called hibernation, it's called bro. Alopecia. Bro, that dude, sounds amazing. You, it's called alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, if you no, but it's that's wild. Week, so like, how imagine how that? hungry you and know, thirsty would you be? Yeah. I would wake up like freaking famished and like dry in the mouth. That is nuts. That's so. I weird. guess you gotta like have an IV hooked up to you. I don't know what the hell, but maybe he does. Yeah, because like you could die. The dude was also oh. Russian, so. <laughs> oh, he made it up. He 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 was stocked up on potatoes. He's a Russian bond. <laughs> vodka, and vodka, dude. I kind of want that for like just like once a year, just a two week hibernation, dude. Like that sounds like an awesome recharge. <laughs> See, and I'm really I'm cool. a I'm a big fan of not sleeping. Like I don't want to sleep. There's things I could do. So I would much That's rather two weeks on, of no work on my weekend. I don't want to sleep, but I'm, during the week I want to sleep. Cause I don't so want that'd be nice if you could pause time and then just sleep all you can sleep. And right. Sure. That's true. Yes. Cause like, I like getting so a nice amount of sleep, but I also like, you know, not that I'm that productive but in my Max, life. I like guy... watching TV and yeah, video you've been a guy that's time. like run off very little sleep. Like the entire time I've known you, like you yeah, can stay I... up till three in the morning and then go to work at six. He's not, no, the one I can't sitting... do that. He's not the one sending TikToks at three in the morning. <laughs> That's Lance. That Lance. But then, but then Lance sleeps until two in the afternoon. I don't know how he gets away with it. I'm up at seven with my kids. How do you have that many kids and sleep? How do you sleep past? His wife is a saint. His wife is a saint. God. Yeah. <laughs> no, my hey. My so kids, back to Moon it's Knight, nice because my um, kids can kind of take care. It's just the two little girls that really need the most. Sorry supervision my my three older ones kind of take care of themselves back to moon night with for ish yeah enough about enough about your kids come on no, you brought uh, it do up we know where this <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding do we know where this fits in the mcu timeline and i asked this um I did because there's a this. line of dialogue from the villain where he says he says you know we could have stopped hitler we could have stopped pol pot he doesn't mention thanos does this happen pre, pre i was reading it takes place Wars? after hawkeye Okay, I saw that. It was so why Hawkeye. why wouldn't he acknowledge the Thanos thing? That seems really maybe they weird couldn't to stop him. I don't know. That's a good question because I don't really. Th- I mean, other than that, the line of dialogue, I don't really think there's much that establishes its place in the MCU. Yeah, it doesn't whatsoever, no, and, I, and it's the lack of the mention of Thanos in those events, which are like you know, that's so that event was so big. You know, people got to talk about it, especially this guy now. And, you know, and he talks about, you know, big villains in history, et cetera. Well, who would have been bigger than Thanos? Well, it might have been. Well, it might have been just because the uh, they're trying to keep the show more grounded or something. Or the fact know. that even even knowing about Thanos, they, they couldn't they couldn't have stopped him. I don't Eventually. know. I need to watch it again because so I don't I'm, remember that line um, at all. I'm on I the feel like as right Marvel fans, we would have liked that a little connection, a little mention of the snap. I agree. Right? It would have. I agree. Then it that slots cool. the show into a specific chronology, and then we're we're, we're happy and comfortable. Leftovers <laughs> says Moon Knight doesn't really play well with others, which is difficult when he's got lots of others within himself. <laughs> so true. the direct, a, the direct his own team. The direct reported here saying Disney Plus updated the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline order following the recent Moon Knight to take place uh, the psychological order after Hawkeye. That's got to be a typo. Psychological is not a word you use. 
Yeah, chronological is probably what they meant. The chronological okay. placement of Moon Knight makes it the trust, most trust the source? I don't trust. I thought the direct was a trustworthy source, but that's where I'm at. I don't think Leftover said the Eternals could have helped. You gotta no, I see the chronological placement of Moon Knight. I'm on the direct. Well, just above that, it says the psychological order. To place the psychological order. Here, I'm going to just share my screen. I'll show you guys exactly what I'm looking at. Oh, to place the psychological order after Hawkeye. I don't know what they're talking about. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Who wrote that? Here. Yeah. Who... Who wrote that? And then who was the editor? Because, uh, see, look at this. Disney Plus. You know what I notice? A lot of these big websites. Psychological order after Hawkeye. A lot of these big websites. Uh, I've noticed a lot of spelling errors. And I was like, dude, how do you get big with this many spelling errors? Nobody's one... reading printed stuff. Dude, anymore. I made one spelling error on Co- Couch Crunchers out of all the articles I wrote. And I got roasted in the comments of that article. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Yeah. Which one? That's awesome. I think I was writing about um Ninja Turtles or something like that. That's funny. I probably made tons of spelling errors. I never got any of that. Dude, I got attacked. It wasn't a spelling error. I used a wrong word that meant something that that it didn't actually mean. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to use that's what it was. I used so damsel and then I used dame thinking that that was the male version of damsel. Oh no, they're the same. They're synonyms. I didn't know that. I got, roast, <laughs> I got an, roasted. That's unforgivable error. You deserve <laughs> that's that. why I you quit writing. It. I didn't want to write to begin with, and then I wrote that. And that's I why I quit the like, English language entirely. <laughs> yep. It's okay. You're Italian and Argentine. You're good. <laughs> Even though uh, you were born here and English is your first language, we'll give you a pass. Yeah, is but... it Argentine or Argentinian? <laughs> There's lots of Argentine, Argentino, Argentine or Argentinian. Uh, there's. I like Argentino. Yeah, I, I've I like always that. said Argentine. Ooh, yeah, when I first became friends with Lance, he told me that Argentinian is incorrect, and so I've never. Okay. I've never oh. heard. I've never heard anybody in my family say Argentinian. We've always said Argentine or Argentino. I like Argentino as well. Yeah, okay. I have a I have there a sign go. in my garage that says "Parking for Argentinos Only." So on that sign, it says Argentinos. Yeah, and you also think pizza had brick oven pizzas. So. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> there's that. And there's that. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end this um, WrestleMania. This wait, weekend. wait, wait, Matt. Yes, WrestleMania. I thought we were going to talk about it. Okay. What do you want to talk about WrestleMania? It's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you I'm, gonna watch it? Are you excited? I, I thought you were gonna have something like <laughs> drop on me. I thought we were gonna talk about it. Okay, what do you want to say? Dead air, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me, Matt. I thought we were gonna talk about it. So it starts tomorrow morning with uh NXT stand and deliver, which I'm excited for because we're getting the uh Ciampa Dolph Ziggler match. I'm very looking forward to that. And then Saturday, yeah. tomorrow night, is part one of WrestleMania, which is going to be probably the un- the whole Undertaker stuff. But then all the other matches, Sunday, they're saving the big one for Sunday, but all the other interesting ones are Saturday. Well, I, so I you kind, of, kind of have to watch both nights. I read that they did a lot of, like, shuffling of matches today, today last minute. So, like, the Seth Rollins Oh, today, match. okay. So the Seth Rollins match got moved got from moved Sunday, to Sunday to Saturday. They're doing, so they're doing WrestleMania on Saturday that. night. 
Yeah. So originally it was supposed the to be the same from... time during Duke, North Carolina. What's wrong with them? Yeah. So they were originally yeah, supposed to do that match. Too, so I'm very torn. They were supposed to do that match Saturday. Then it got moved to Sunday, and now it's being moved back to Saturday. And a lot oh. of spec the the Mr. McMahon's big secret guest was supposed to be Cody Rhodes, but now a lot of people are speculating that that's fallen through and it's going to be Shane McMahon. So we'll see what goes on with that. But um, yeah, I know what was it? The Saturday is Bianca Belair and uh, Becky Lynch. I think Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Becky and Bianca. Um, It's going to be uh, the new day versus Versus Seamus and, no, it's oh, versus Seamus and the other dude he's with now. And um, but yeah, it's tonight. And Logan Paul and the Miz versus the Mysterios. Dude, why do people yeah. keep giving that guy a platform? I wish Logan Paul would just disappear. Hey, yeah, to be fair, he's a heel. Much, dude, the he's upload joke. Have you guys watched Upload? On on Amazon. Oh yeah, that was funny. That joke was. Great. They made a Logan Paul joke that was absolutely hysterical. But but. Dude, I Sunday is uh Pat McAfee and uh Austin Theory, and then um Steve Austin and uh Kevin Owens. That's Sunday, too. And tonight was the I didn't I haven't watched SmackDown yet, but tonight was also the Hall of Fame. So I just realized, dude, I'm super. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm super bummed. I'm really looking forward to that Duke, North Carolina game, and I just realized I'm going to be at a concert at the same time. That sucks. Go North Carolina. I'm rooting for Duke. What concert are you going to? Huh? Uh, MXPX. What concert? MXPX. MXPX. It's a punk band. Uh, Dude, I just finished a show. It's only four episodes. That's it. DMZ on HBO Max. It's fucking awesome. It's based on a comic book. Yeah. I didn't know that until like the second episode when the DC logo came up because I didn't notice it in the first episode. I'm like, holy shit. But it is fucking awesome. Rosario Dawson. It's a great show. It's only four episodes. It's a limited series. It's done. It's great. Lots of wrestling this weekend for sure. Yeah. Anything else? You guys got anything? Max, else? when are you going to start watching uh, Star Trek Discovery? I already did. Did you? Well, you did? Yeah. Yeah, I already did. I've only watched the first episode so far, but but yeah, I, I started it this okay, week. Okay, so you can't say. Oh, I you, so you did. started it. You watched the first episode. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, you, like, you I already did. Like, I already like, did. Made it seem like you finished it. <laughs> no, he said, "When are you going to start watching it?" I already started. I did. Okay. Okay. So nice. I, right. I'm halfway through the second episode. I'm just I'm struggling to get through it. Not because it's bad, but because there's a lot of Klingon. And so I was trying to watch it like while I was working and like less busy moments. Yeah, you but have to. You I have, have to, to watch the screen. I have to. I have to be able to actually pay attention. And so I, yeah, that was my uh, issue well, I when I watched Parasite. To, uh, you know, in the future that we can actually talk about it a little. Yeah, sure. I want to start Picard. Yeah, yeah that started. Picard. What did I watch recently? I think I watched. Uh, I can't remember. I watched something on Paramount Plus. I think it was Sonic. I was rewatching Sonic, and then after that ended, no, it was Halo. After the second episode of Halo, Picard just started playing, and I was like, "Okay, no, I'm trying to watch Discovery. I can't watch you right now." So <laughs> I, I turned that off because I was like, "No, I can't, can't do it, not yet." 
Anything else you're uh, watching there, Lance? Um, Lance looks very comfortable. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink some Cosby wine. (laughs) We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. (laughs) See, 